Welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Worldwide Willis. This podcast is brought to you by the LMG Podcast Network as usual. Now, today, we have my boy Pat in the house. What up, man? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me back. I'm looking forward more and more to these. Like, every yeah. week I listen, I'm like, oh, he should have got me in this episode. He should have <laughs> yeah. got me in this episode. There's like so many it. of them I want to get in, bro. Um, I yeah, love bro. I love doing these. I'm glad yeah, to be back. It. Yeah, definitely love having you on. Yeah, today, we are going to get in the thick of it. So, today, we're going to talk about um, a little bit of the the fast lane card doesn't have much announced, but we'll kind of talk about the main matches that is announced. Talk a little bit about the Usos. Uh, we'll discuss the latest releases um, that WWE has since the merger. We'll talk about. We'll have a little GMO draft where I will smack in. Boss, <laughs> uh, cap. Don't let this man lie to y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him that work. I'm gonna show him how you how you write and construct a show. And then I will, and then uh, our top five will be top five uh, belt designs of all time, or, you know, uh, a lot of the belts could be from today or of all time, whichever we decide. So, firstly, we're going to start with um, the main announcement, um, you know, barring any COVID um, things, but we have John Cena and LA Knight versus the Bloodline. Potentially, potentially main eventing Fastlane. Uh, we'll see if there's any championship matches, which I don't necessarily think there might will be. But um, what do you think about this match? It's cool to see John Cena back and LA Knight getting that that rub. You know, yeah, that's the one good thing I think that's come from the 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 rider strike. Obviously, other than you know them getting their money, come I'm all for right. people getting their money that they you know that they deserve. But right. having him able to his schedule open to be able to come back and do this. And like you said, give LA Knight that rub. Um, huge. Like, that's going to be good for LA Knight. It's the bloodline. It's going to, I don't know, potentially hopefully set up at some point LA Knight, a Roman thing, possibly somewhere. But yeah. it's keeping the bloodline in something and putting John Cena and obviously LA Knight, which everybody wants LA Knight to be in something. So right. um, that's going to be a good one. It's going to build. Multiple storylines, you know, at uh, the the last pay per view with uh, when LA Knight and John Cena kind of had that thing of like, hey, you almost cost yeah. me that. Like, it's been interesting to see how they work as a team, if that's going to build to them having a match, stuff like that. So, uh, I don't know if I'm interested to see the actual match or just see like the storylines play out from it, if that makes right. sense. No, it definitely makes sense. I mean, I agree with you. Like, this is definitely more of a name match. It's not something we're going to expect like a classic from, but, um, but you're right. Like it, I am happy to see like a bloodline cohesive story back a little bit. Like that's cool. The flat fractures and all that stuff, but it is kind of cool to see the jump, bloodline jump in there and jump somebody again. You know what I mean? Or, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And yeah, I think LA Knight seeing that that's going to be great. They're probably going to have spots where they're going to get into it. They're not going to be just cohesive. You know what I mean? The egos are gonna clash a little bit, and uh, I think that, like you said, it'll just make LA Knight look like he can stand toe to toe with John Cena. You know what I mean? Which is which is always good to see. And yeah, that'd be dope if it led to a LA Knight is caught up in a whole, you know, bloodline type of storyline, and then eventually he got to go meet the big dog. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that would be cool. But yeah, I, I don't necessarily like you said. I don't expect a classic, but 
I do, you know what I mean? It's definitely going to put some eyeballs on it. And that, that's the main point. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's always going to be good. Uh, the bleeding, the bloodline's taking the L. They have to, right? I think, but then also I could see, I could see like, what if Roman showed up? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't, he will. Yeah, but... there's no reason for him. Like, that. nobody's mentioned Roman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just been AJ Styles and like, it's Jimmy doing the whole like, Stomping around, having a tantrum, and people telling him to chill yeah. out, and right. him attacking people, and then wanting to get back in the bloodline. Um, so we'll see. I think they take the L, um, because I think it'll be better for LA Knight. Yeah, the, you know, in the long run, to have have that W, even in a tag team match, have that the W under his belt. I wonder. I kind of wonder though, like if you're if their goal is to rebuild the bloodline, right, to really make them stick. To me, it would make more sense for the bloodline to win, have Cena take the pin. Because Cena don't care. He don't care at this point. Like, oh, just, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have Cena eat the pin. You know, L.A. Knight can say, like, I never, obviously never got pinned. And it still makes the bloodline look like, oh, okay, the bloodline's coming again. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they can challenge the, you know, Judgment Day and all these other groups. You know what I mean? So that would be cool. But I can see either result, honestly – they're kind of in a special place where, like, either result kind of makes sense, where they can kind of splinter into a, bun- a bunch of cool storylines no matter which decision they make as far as the winner. Because uh, Cena's obviously going to go back to Hollywood. Then Ellie Knight can start with the bloodline, whichever way. Maybe even uh, AJ comes back and helps him win. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, I am looking forward to it. I think there's a little, at least for me, there's a little bit of excitement about about the bloodline again. Uh, obviously, it's not like cooking like it was, was before, but at least it's, you know, the bloodline again and not just, you know, this whole soap opera where we don't know who's in it, who's out, and dudes yeah. leaving, dudes coming back. And, you know, it's just not, I don't know. Yeah. Friday Night Smackdown needs this. They need them back together. Yeah. I mean, even now, I mean, Roman's not been there for what? At least the last two three weeks maybe yeah so is roman still in the bloodline do we yeah. <laughs> Bro, homie ain't been back since like for like two months yeah my man's on like, a vacation on the island of Revel- uh, relevancy for sure yeah yeah point. for sure he ain't been back i mean before payback like my man ain't been here in a minute so it would be cool to like he only shows up because la night been talking smack and he he gotta pull up you know what i mean that'd be cool cool to see but um but speaking of the bloodline, um, the Usos, how do we feel about? Obviously, they're going different. The brothers are going different different ways. You got Jimmy, kind of trying to get back in good graces with the bloodline with Paul and Solo, and then you got Jay, who's doing this other thing where he's pretty much in a whole like what I think will eventually be the Survivor Series match with him, Cody, Sammy, and KO versus Judgment Day. Like, that's a whole separate thing. You know what I mean? He's a big-time babyface on Raw now. So how do you feel about those two and, like, how those two are, like, progressing in their own individual storylines? Um, Jimmy is not how, like, what I wanted to see. It It just didn't make sense. Like, if it made more sense and they gave a better explanation of why he wants to get back in mm-hmm. rather than him just saying, like, I want to be back in. Like, yeah. and just doing things to like try to get himself back in. And the, I would have liked a better payoff of 
why he did what he did to Jay, but I understand why we didn't get that because that's something you probably want in a bigger show, like a WrestleMania, like, right. you know, that type of match. Um, So that one, I mean, he just kind of reverted back to same old Jimmy right. doing tag team stuff. This time with solo instead of, instead of Jay, but I like, I like Jay's direction. Uh, yeah. You've mentioned it the last couple of weeks on the podcast is now he is a baby face on raw, but he's got to prove himself like, Hey, I know I, you know, did some stuff for you guys when I was with the bloodline, but, I'm out of that now. I realize that, like, if I gotta get my licks, I gotta get my right. licks. But right. like, I'm trying to prove it to y'all that I'm 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 a good guy now, you know. Uh, and I like that they're not just like in the land of make believe of forgetting that what they what Jay did to them. Like yeah. you said, Drew McIntyre is like, hey, I remember what you did. Even Matt Riddle, R.I.P. Uh, right. he uh <laughs> was like, yeah, I still remember what you did. Like. Even KOs, like, I don't want to trust you. These guys are saying to trust you. So I guess I have to trust you at this point. Just don't give me a reason not to. Right. And the Judgment Day trying to get him in their thing. So it's kind of yeah, like yeah. that. Is he going to turn? I don't think he will. It, he's so over right now. Exactly. Putting him in the Judgment Day is just going to, I think, kill him more than kill the Judgment Day. It's just going to kill his his thing. Like, let him cook. Let him do what he's doing now. Let him be a baby face. Let the crowd cheer him. When he came back at, at Payback, when Cody announced him, and they showed the shot, the whole arena was doing his little, yeah, little thing. Yeah. I was yeah. like, bro, you would think The Rock just came out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Like, it was that, it was very cool. And if they, anybody in the back was paying attention and saw that, they're like, okay, we got something. It's just now, yeah. how long can we keep it before the crowd goes away from it? But right. they haven't yet. So hopefully they kind of stay hot. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, yeah, he's cooking right now. And, like, they need to just continue what they're doing, um, continue to have him in this, like, feud with the bloodline. I do. I, I mean, he's basically kind of rejected it, but I think they're still going to kind of, you know, badger him about joining or beat him up for not joining as far as Judgment Day. You know what I mean? So um, I'm glad that he's kind of getting the – looking at the same eye level as Cody and Sammy and, and uh, Kevin Owens – and I just, you know, it just looks good for him. And, yeah, hopefully, you know, the crowd continues to be behind him. I think they will just because he's went through all this stuff. Fans have rooted for him. They've loved to see that at least somebody from the bloodline came out on the other side, you know what I mean, of this whole thing, just like uh, Sammy did. So, yeah, I'm excited for him. Jimmy, I'm kind of okay with Jimmy just because I kind of like the realistic way of thinking, like, Okay, like if you join a gang and everybody leaves the gang, not everybody's gonna land on their feet. Like not everybody's gonna be like, you know, great, end up with a whole career and leave. Like some people are gonna struggle and have to come back, you know what I mean? And want to come back. So like it kinda some people are gonna be like, Oh yeah, I can do it by myself, go out there and get beat up and be like, nah, okay, I can't do it by myself and come back. So I do think though they probably need to do a better job of like explaining that a little bit better. But as far as him being back in it, I kind of understand. Like, we all know Jimmy ain't – Jimmy's cool. Jimmy's really good, but he's best in a unit and not by himself. Um, so, but, yeah, I really I, – honestly, I like the both ways both are going. And I like that it's split. It's, like, completely different. There's no ties. Uh, the only tie is, like, history. Like you said, like, Jay got to get his licks. Jay got, People don't trust Jay off for obvious reasons. 
Um, and so, but he's still doing his own thing. It doesn't have anything based off Roman, nothing based on the bloodline. So it's really cool to see. And um, he's kind of doing a separate thing, like you said. So, yeah, I really like the direction both of the brothers are going. I'm interested where it goes from here, but I'm glad that they both got something to do. I was a little worried after Mania and all that stuff that they wouldn't have as much to do, especially without the belt, tag team belts involved. Yeah. I um I was a little worried about that too. So like you said, I'm glad they they found something to do with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, with Jimmy having to go out and like he starts getting his lick, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, I don't like this. I want to go back." Right. I wish they would have let that go a couple weeks, like two yeah. three weeks. He he's like on his own in these one on one matches, and he's just getting his absolute dog shit beat out of him. Right. Right. It's just like he's not winning. He's taking bad L's, like stuff that you know. Jay would be there to help him with her solo or like whoever in the yeah. bloodline. And then when he comes back, Roman is there. Like he has to talk to Roman and Roman gives him like these, uh, like not challenges, but like, okay, prove yourself stuff. Like you want to come back yeah. to the bloodline. Sort of like we did with Sammy. Yeah. Like you got to do this, like match with, you know, whoever, like, and, and have it be someone who's going to face Roman in the near future. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, you got to beat this guy. And then you got to beat like these, She's matches that Jimmy obviously is not gonna win. Like they make it impossible for him to win, and yeah. then he gets back in. But he has that feeling when he gets back in of, oh, I had to go through all this to get back in to continue just to con- get beat up and take the licks for you, and right. then you can have like Jay had his moment with Roman. Let Jimmy have his moment with Roman, yeah. and then maybe it'll help Jimmy get to that that other level as well. Yeah, but, no, I like that idea. Just like kind of him having to crawl back to the bloodline. That's I kind of like that idea too. I feel like they could have drug it out a little more, and I get they kind of like got a a, de- a date deadline. They kind of got to hit. Like they got to have this making sense by the time they have fast lane. But I thought they could have let it cook a little better after what was that SummerSlam? I think or I forgot. I think yeah. it was SummerSlam. Yeah, it was SummerSlam. Like, yeah. yeah, like have that cook a little bit, like you said, like. Make him have to truly crawl back to the bloodline. Like, and like you said, Roman don't even got to be there. It's like, you know, obviously Paul can speak for Roman and be like, all right, this is your assignment for tonight. You got to face Gunther or you got to yeah. face, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Brunson yeah. Reed or some just some yeah. like crazy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And he's just getting dog walked and yeah. he, he got to come back. And then Paul's yeah. like, it's hella disappointed, picks his phone yeah. up. Call Roman, <laughs> like yeah, you know what I'm saying exactly. Um, and then Fastlane could have been another one. Like they t- team him with Solo, but every time he goes to tag Solo, Solo just like jumps off the apron. Yeah. So Jimmy for like nine tenths is fighting like a handicap match, and then right, you know Solo can jump in, and then they they wind up getting a win, right? And then you know or something like that. You're like they could have easily worked it in and still had this tag team match at at Fastlane. Um, right. But yeah, I, it would have been it would have been cool to have that like just a little more of like a story like yeah because now it just seems like oh he's just back in the bloodline because he right. helped Roman beat Jay at SummerSlam yeah. but like this is a dude that like y'all were about to kick out and keep Jay over him but mm-hmm. now like he's back because he just helped like I don't know it just it do- it doesn't quite fit the blood the bloodline story to make it progress. Yeah. It's just I like agree. we don't know what else to do. So we and we need to kind of keep somewhat of a bloodline here. 
wish right. they put Jimmy back in it with Solo. You know? Yeah. It felt like, yeah, it felt like they had to meet a deadline. And so they were like, all right, let's just hurry up and put him back in. Whereas, like, what we're, what we're, what we're suggesting is, like, he would earn his way back in. And then people would be tuning into this match to see John Cena, see LA Knight. But mainly they'd be wanting to see, like, okay, what is Jimmy going to, like, like, we feel terrible. We feel bad for Jimmy. Jimmy's had to go through all this crap. Like, is he going to get accepted? Is he not? You know, is they going to turn on him? You know what I mean? So they'd be, I think it'd be mutual interest on both sides. But right now, it's just, oh, we get to see John Cena LA Knight. That's dope. Bloodline, oh, okay, whatever. They're there. But, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like it would have been cool both sides. Like, what if Roma shows up, sits on the side, and, like, and is, like, really watching Jimmy? Like, Jimmy got to perform for Roman. Like, that would have been crazy, you know? So. Yeah. Um, they have like a I, whole tribal council thing. Like, yeah, is Jimmy gonna be able? Like, can we accept Jimmy back on the bloodline? Like, you could bring Roman, uh, Rikishi, like, yeah, uh, Roman's dad, like, any like some more members that could get in there, and like, yeah, Stolo as like as like the uh uh the bailiff, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. just standing there, right? <laughs> it's like something nah, like that would have been cool too, but yeah. That would have been dope. Yeah. I, we should write. We should write the show. Yeah, I know. I mean, hey, let us, we're submitting applications as soon as they're done with releases. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as soon as you're done with this uh, this uh, cycle, uh, we'll hit him up. Yeah. Um, You know what? I didn't know. I just found out. This is random. But I didn't know. Do you know the the um comedian Patrice O'Neal? No. You heard of him? Okay. Mm-hmm. Patrice O'Neal is like a really famous comedian. He's like beloved by like he's like the comedian's favorite comedian like joe rogan loved uh any other like big time comedian bill burr all the big time comedians love mm-hmm. Patrice o'neill what people didn't know this Patrice o'neill was a writer for the wwe for like a hot little second there because he was a huge wrestling fan but he got fired by stephanie mcmahon because he kept leaving and going to do gigs and then coming back whereas but like i heard another uh comedian who was wanted to get hired by the WWE, but he didn't do it just because he had already had stand up going. He was like, "Yeah, with WWE, like you have to stay in Connecticut and like you can't leave." And Patrice would just bounce after a show and go do a gig in like New York and then come back, <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd be like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, what are you like, you know?" So, um, but that was just cool to hear that like a bunch of people have tried to be writers, have worked to be writers. So that's always cool. He's cool yeah. to see. Uh, Freddie uh, Prince Jr. was a writer. Yeah, yeah, a lot of like yeah. big, famous people have been in the writers room at WWE. Yeah, um, it's it's a hard gig, but I heard you make a lot of money, and it's obviously, I'm sure it's people do it for the fun of and love of wrestling. So yeah, um, but all right, speaking of the love of wrestling, and you know, unfortunately, <laughs> it ending for some folks. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had so for those that don't know, I kind of talked about in our last couple episodes. WWE merged with UFC, basically was purchased under the Endeavor um, Corporation. And due to this, obviously, anytime there's a merger, there usually means there's cuts around the corner, right? There's a new boss in town or a new CEO, and they're trying to cut margins and cut the fat, uh, basically. And so in this case, WWE had about 20 or more releases. Kind of the notable ones was Matt Riddle, uh, Ziggler. Mustafa Ali, Shelton Benjamin, unfortunately, um, Emma, 
uh, Riddick Moss, Top Dollar, Danny Brooke, you know, Quincy Elliott, Rick Boogs, a couple others, Elias, uh, plenty others. But, uh, Pat, like, is there any releases that kind of surprised you? Any releases that you wish wouldn't have occurred that you thought people maybe still had a chance? Um, yeah, but before we get into that, can you just have a moment of silence for, for those guys and girls that got, yeah, yeah. got released? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's tough out tough. here, man. RIP to those. Um, so the most surprising one for me was Mustafa Ali because he was very much in the North American title picture in he NXT. Was. Like I pretty sure was booked for a match, a title, a title match, yep. um, at one of the next shows. Uh, so that one was really surprising. Um, the other ones, not uh, top dollar, uh, AJ Francis, him getting cut and uh, B Fab and the other guy not was kind of weird. So like yeah. I wonder if there was some stuff going on backstage. Um I mean they weren't doing much, but they were on TV a decent amount. I think Yeah. Like I've within a couple of weeks because didn't um LA Knight have a match against Yeah, he did. Him? He did. Wait, so I didn't I really didn't some names I didn't pay attention to or I didn't know like their singles name. So did B Fab get released also? No. So top dollar? Oh, okay. No, no, no. So B-Fab, just top dollar. Yeah, just top dollar got released. Okay, which is I'll weird because okay. they as a group a lot of times they do the whole group. Yeah, they do. Or like people of the group that aren't going to make the biggest thing. But he was like the mouthpiece almost of that. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? Like the other guy th- could get on the mic too, but like he was the main. He was. Main I think thing. honestly, he was a huge disappointment to me. I mean, I, I knew him obviously from NXT. So I was like, I knew I, he didn't do well in NXT to me, but I was like, maybe main roster it works. But I do think I am kind of glad it didn't work just because I'm hoping Triple H and others see that, like, okay, you don't have to have the hip hop group. Like, you don't have to have that. Like, that doesn't mm-hmm. win. That never just, you don't just get, you don't just have a hip hop group and then they, they get over and then they, they become Rikishi and his homie. Like, yeah. like you're not going to get that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Sky Zuhadi and all them. Like, that's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop is not an anomaly anymore. People don't care that you you rap anymore. Like people could care less. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I am. I, I wish you know. Obviously, he didn't get released, but he is. He isn't good. Like he's not good in the ring. He's not that good on the mic. You know what I mean? But I did yeah. think the one dude, the smaller guy, was good in the ring. Like he was good. Yeah. He just was saddled with this, you know, um, hit row stuff. Yeah, I think and B Fab can go a little bit too, if I remember. Yeah, she's learning. She's uh, getting better. So, I, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't mind if they put those two back in NXT and yeah. let them do some stuff down there, get a little, get them more right. in the ring, and then, you know, bring them back up. That, that'd be a perfect. I wouldn't mind him replacing Mustafa Ali in yeah. North America. Like, don't have him win it, obviously, because he just got back down there, but like, let right. him showcase himself and then. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of go from there, but um, you're right. Like AJ, the only big thing with, with Top Dollar was that he on WWE has a show with A and E with yeah. the Most Wanted Treasures or whatever, and mm-hmm. that he was like big with that. Yeah, so I was like, this is the second time now that they've released that guy. Yep, and like he see, yeah, it, he seems pretty much like like he knows the business pretty well. Right. Um. But like you said, like on the mic, he was all right. He could get by. 
Um, but he wasn't like the ring wise, like he they should have let him stay in NXT. When they called him up and released them and Swerve, yeah. Swerve was what got him to the main roster. Exactly. If in my honest opinion, he got exactly. him there. Once he released they released him and didn't bring him back, that group just was didn't have the same vibe. Like they tried when they first brought him back. Right. Like, okay, cool. Like they're gonna push him a little bit. And then I think they saw what we saw. Yep. They're like, mm, I don't yeah. know about this. And so their push kind of got halted and they were losing in two on one situations to LA Knight, which is good for LA Knight, but at the same right. time, like I mean, now those guys are just like, Okay, you're you're gonna yeah. go job to him and like like I said, the the smaller guy, he didn't deserve that. Right. No, My man yeah, didn't you're deserve right. that. <laughs> Save him. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> he did, man. It, yeah, it was like you said, like they I mean, Hit Row's best work was against uh Delgado Del Fantasma in NXT. Like that was the best work and that was obviously with um with their leader and it was just it felt like more of a unit. Whereas yeah, once they got moved up by themselves, their their weaknesses got exposed even more. Like, you know, they just weren't ready. They weren't supposed to be in the main roster. Um they were more like a, a attraction. We were trying to make them an attraction. It's like they're not that good. So um yeah, them I was a little surprised by I mean Riddle, you know, that's is off the out of the ring stuff kind of yeah you know, caught up to him. Um it's unfortunate because I was a big riddle guy, man. Like Riddle NXT was a was a beast. And then they brought him to in, the, the main roster and made him like the the weed head funny guy. Yeah. I was just like yeah. Dude, this yeah. dude could really you know who me. he you know he reminded me of uh your roommate from our first year at Northwestern he almost oh, kind of yeah. reminded me of <laughs> yeah <laughs> shout out to yeah. buddy I don't know what he's doing now but yeah uh, yeah he was smoking that Brandon's, stuff on the radios yeah yeah uh Brandon's roommate our first year at Northwestern was a uh, uh he's a guy on the rodeo team but he was a, like one of the rodeo clowns like a bullfighter yeah. yep and that guy was like. It was hilarious, but it was just like r- super random to see Brandon and then his roommate. Just yeah, yeah, little skinny bro. white was, kid. It was the weirdest room <laughs> dynamic I've ever had in my life. Um, but yeah, he I mean, he was cool as hell. Like I played his Grand Theft Auto, all that stuff. I played his PS3 more than he did. Oh, yeah. uh, but <laughs> but yeah, but like I just felt like they. Riddle was a little wasted to me. Like, they never, and I kind of get it. Like, from their perspective, like, all right, we never want to push this guy for real, for real, because he's always going to mess something up. He's going to find a way to mess it up. So, why even waste time? So, I kind of get that. But it is kind of like, damn, like, Riddle has so much. Just, he was just amazing in the ring. Yeah. Um, That fight pit match he had with Seth Rollins was one of the better ones. Like, like, the whole out of, he, I mean, he would have been a perfect one to go. Um, when they're trying to find people to put against Roman Reigns until they eventually take the belt off, he would have been yeah. a good one. Yep. Um, or like he takes it and then Randy comes back. Yeah. Randy or Randy comes back and screws him out of it. Like everybody wanted to see him and Randy when Randy came back. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, just stuff like that. And like, like I said, NXT, he was so good. Like right. he had the potential and then they just wanted him to be, you know the the pothead four twenty right, yeah. Like, everything's a joke, bro. Like yeah, that was the worst thing he did was over promote it. It's like, bro, you don't understand him as a man, bro. You you give him something like that, he's gonna drive that thing into the ground. 
Yeah. And like, it was just because I mean, honestly, bro, like, and I, and I, again, I think somebody should write a book about the pandemic era, bro. The pandemic era of WWE, extremely underrated. He was one of the catalysts of it. Like, he, he held it down. Like, he killed it. He held the U.S. title for a while. Um and really held it down night to night. You know him and Sheamus had some great matches. Uh, oh yeah, that's how. Yeah, it was physical Brutal. as hell. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. I came physical. out of those matches hurting like. Yeah, bro, like, and there was no crowds. So you heard every punch, yeah. every slap, Stiff. all that. Stiff, Stiff. bro. <laughs> and like so, yeah, it was just. I just feel like his contributions sometimes get underrated, even due to himself. Like only his fault was because he kept undermining himself. And again, he had his peak with RK Bro. That was dope. But yeah, he just, you know, obviously Randy left. And that was just like, all right, I thought, okay, now it's your time. You know what I mean? But yeah. he never, never got it there. Yeah, but never could. Never could. Um, but Emma is another one that, like, they brought her back for the second run. And I was like, okay, yeah. Let do something with her. Cause any other promotion she's been in, she's been in the main title picture, even held the yep. title. Right. And so she's capable of it. And she would have been a perfect one to go against. Rhea, like obviously yep. she's not beating Rhea, but she could have a good match with Rhea. She could right. have a good match, um, like if she was on SmackDown, had a good match with anybody there. Like her, her and Chelsea Green would have been a good tag team because they both can do that. Like we're better than you gimmick. You like your yep. gross don't touch me. Like can I see the manager type thing? Like they're both really good at that. Yep. It could put or putting that character, like portraying that character, like it would have been perfect. Like I don't mind that they have Piper Nevin now as her tag team partner. To give her that muscle so she can be kind of the scaredy cat type of thing. Yeah. Um, which is great. Um, but it, like there's so many more things they could have done with them. Like I think we've talked about it uh some of the other podcasts I've been on with you is there's so many women wrestlers there and the women's tag team championships like are just decoration at this point. Right. They can have legitimate tag teams to do stuff with people. Yeah, you know, easily, bro. Kenneth LeRae and um, Andy Hartwell. Oh my god, bro, they could be putting on classics week after week and they just don't get time, just doesn't make sense. And there's like so many more, like you could put Natalia and um, oh, the girl who was Trish's mentor before they changed, um, Zoe, Zoe Stark, Stark? Yeah, 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 yeah. Natalia and Zoe Stark, like they're two similar build, like yeah, you know, let them go together. And you have Natty teaching her exactly at the same time, you know, like yeah, it's just smart, logical things. So one, you build a division, and two, you're helping future stars. Like as Natty's not going to be a world champion, but she's good enough in the ring to teach and to help show these other girls, like, hey, this is good way to work a match. This is you know, when you're in here, do something like this, like right using those people more effectively than just, hey, sit in catering and talk to them back in catering. No, let them fight. Even if it's not, like, on TV, like, if it's on main event, cool. But just, like, build those. And then if there's a match on main event that's really good, put it on Raw the next week and say, these two teams fought on main event. Yep. You know, now they're trying to settle, you know, whatever team wants their revenge. And so we have this match tonight. Like, we're not dumb. Like you can, we know there's multiple WWE shows. If you tell us why this is happening instead of just, Oh, it's happening and expect us to just think like, okay, well it's just a random match. Like, let me know that, Oh, they fought on NXT before, or 
Last yeah. week, they, this, this match was on main event, and now they're having a grudge match. A rematch. Yeah. 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 Like, com- that's how you build storylines, and that's how you get people rivalries. Right. They used to do it all the right. time in Attitude Era. Like, on Sunday Night Heat, something would go down, and then the next, you know, Monday, they're like, this match is taking place because of what happened on Sunday Night Heat, and they'd show the replay. Like, dude's getting jumped in the back, and he's like, no, you're yep. not going to jump me in the back. We're going to fight in the ring. Like, there's so much of that that they could do to make all the shows like even if people don't want to watch main event still, it right. still like makes those matches mean something instead of just yeah. like here, go practice in front of a crowd type of thing. Right. And I mean, so. and that's the thing, bro. Like I, I used to, I, and I love to this day where like I'll get on Twitter and like people, and I love that thing about internet wrestling cultures, like people watch everything. And so it'd be times where like, I remember it was like, bro, who was it? It was Ali, Safa Ali versus, somebody on a main event and like they was they clipped it up bro a, a banger of a match like amazing and people it caught a lot of steam and then it got on i think they put it on the next week in like nxt or something but like i just feel like yeah they need to do a better job of that and there's just so many women and like women like emma would be great for some of these wrestlers who aren't very good in the ring to be honest like and they need to just do a better job. And I think, honestly, I think Triple H, if it was up to him, Emma would still be there. But it's just the Endeavor deal. Tiny, they had to, like, cut some people that he's, like, he just yeah. can't. He has no control over. You know what I mean? So, um, I will say, for the most part, and this is sounds it sounds cruel, like, real cruel, but, like, they kind of, they made some decisions that were tough decisions, but I understood each and every one of them. It wasn't, like, before where it was like last year or even during the pandemic where it was like, Oh my God, like, why would you release them? Where this yeah. one was more like, Oh, okay. Like they really yeah. didn't lose a ton. Uh, only person I would fight for was Sheldon Benjamin, just because in my head, I had a storyline in my head. You could easily do a pay-per-view match. Sheldon Benjamin versus Gunther, like build up Sheldon Benjamin, let him get on a little momentum, win a couple matches in a row, let him build a little yeah. bit. The crowd is going to get behind him, right? We yeah. all love Sheldon Benjamin. Former Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, like everybody knows him from their childhood. Yeah, like you could let him get some momentum and then him be like, all right, I want to go against Gunther. Like everyone would be rooting for him. He he would get murdered. He would get he would lose. Mm -hmm. But people that's another Gunther opponent where people are rooting for the other person, which is what you want, right? Yeah. And so I think if you give him that last like swan song of like having an intercontinental title, uh, you know, um attempt. I think that would have been a great way to send him off rather than kind of just have him sitting back there hanging out. Yeah. Know? Or even like put him with the new hurt business of with Bobby Lashley and yeah. the Street Profits. Right. Like he can be that other older vet that's yeah. like, like, you know, Bobby Lashley stays in the back, but Shelton goes out to the ring with him. Right. And he's like, you know, he's Bobby Lashley's right hand. And he's like, hey, like y'all got to be better. Yeah. Simple as that. Y'all be better, and like he he teaches him, right? You know, like that way. Bobby Lashley's not having like yes, he's a mentor, but uh, Benjamin's the teacher, right? Um, right. He, like, and it, he can still go. Like, yeah, he's so athletic. He he as an amateur wrestler, like the man, the man can go. There's some uh way back when when uh I think around when he first got released from WWE, he was in New Japan. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yep, bangers. Bangers, bro. He could do bangers, bangers. Tomorrow. Like if he wanted to go to New Japan tomorrow, he could go tomorrow and put on bangers. 
Yeah. Like I, I hope that's what he does. Honestly, I hope he goes over there and like kills it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would love to. I would love for him to do that. Um, the other, one other thing with Emma is she tweeted when they announced that Elimination Chamber was in Australia because that's where she's yeah. from. She was like so excited to be back in Australia with WWE. Oh. And then she got released, and she was like, "Never mind, I'm no longer with WWE." <laughs> I feel tough. bad that I'm laughing, but it's just like one of those. It's like, all right, this is so cool. I'm glad we get to do this. Oh, yeah, never mind. That's tough, man. That's tough for her. But I, honestly, I think if she came back, I think if she came back like in a role or like a coaching role or something like that in NXT or something like, I think they would take her back. Yeah. Like, yeah, she has that much cachet. She's been around a while, and honestly, they need it. Like now, and that women's NXT division needs more mentorship just because they're so good. Like you got to really invest in that as much as you can before all them women move up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They could even those... put her back there instead of releasing her. Put her back there, like you said. Yeah. Let, her, let her work. She doesn't right. have to win the championship, but she's just one of those that's like always challenging the champion. Yeah, um, you know, right. like I don't, I don't mind as I have Becky Lynch as a champion now because I'm just gonna elevate that division. Right. right. But like you could have done that with Emma. Like Emma could have elevated that again. Yeah. Like yeah. not that it was in a bad spot, but just like that much more. Yeah. You know, because she's yeah. like she's held the championships before. She knows like how to act with it. Like she knows. How to make it mean something, right? And like it would have been, it would have been great for her. It would have been great for that 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 roster down there. Help them develop more. And like you said, she could train them. Like she's not, she's honestly not that old to where like it's almost retirement time for her. But like she's still semi in her prime, yeah. um, and has a lot. I think a lot of years left. But it would have been like perfect for her. Like a perfect veteran. Been around the indies, had different styles, not just a WWE style, and can show them like, "Hey, this is how we put on a good match. This is a good flow." Like, you know, just let them do that, and she would it would have been perfect. Um, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. I think out of all the ones like her, it was kind of like, "Damn," because I you felt like Triple H really like like went and got her. And was like, mm-hmm. no, I want you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it kind of sucks. So I'm sure he he definitely struggled with that one. But um, otherwise, I mean, it sucks for all of them. I wish them all the best. But I mean, I think WWE is fine. Whereas before, it was like they was releasing all kind of people, and he was just like, "What the hell? Are you yeah. like you're giving AW layups?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where, yeah, they still kind of did with Dolph Ziggler and Shelton. If both True. both of them want to be in AW, if they if AW uses them right, like. Yeah, and AEW has literally fumbled the bag. Yeah, that's my that's my that only thing. Is like <laughs> I I can't even give AEW like the type of like respect like that because they fumbled the bag. So like WWE has given them pure layups at the rim and they fumbled. Like they yeah. just they shot that it in the other goal. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> dudes like Andrade and, and dudes like you know what I'm saying. Alistair Black, like Alistair Black, like a on a silver platter. Like they yeah. basically went to AEW, knocked on the door, like DoorDash, and said, "Here you yeah. go." And they're just over on Rampage getting yeah. beat every other night. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, no, like uh, yeah, I can't even give AEW that much love like that. But uh, I I will say, Mustafa Ali, if, especially with the gimmick he was working on as a North mm-hmm. American champion. And like campaigning to be the North, yes, I was yeah. like, "Ooh, I like this." I was like, "Ooh, this you got something here." And so, if he takes that gimmick over to AW, I'd be like, "Okay, now you now I'm tuned in. Like I'm I'm listening here." 
Um, um, so I'd be interested in that. But overall, um, fortunate, but um, definitely looking forward to what what's next for WWE there uh, under Endeavor. Now we are to our GM draft, our W, our, our we say our pro wrestling GM draft because they're uh, as we'll, we'll kind of lay out the rules here. So essentially, me and Pat are gonna basically pick each make five picks from five different categories. The categories are heavyweight, tag team, women's, uh, a woman, uh, mid card, and a heel. So we got to pick one wrestler from all five categories, right? So we're going to make five picks total. We're essentially trying to build and create a, a show, uh, uh, a pro wrestling company almost that we can go from night to night with. Right. So we got to have our heavyweight, got to have our tag team, got to have our women's division, got to have our, our women's champion, got to have our mid card guy that's going to hold it down. We got to have our big time heel. Uh, so we will go back and forth and select uh, whichever category we want to go first. Now, we can select wrestlers from AEW, WWE. You can select really any company, really. Um, and, yeah, you should be in good hands. You know what I mean? So, Pat, I just want to say now before we start, <laughs> I apologize. I apologize for what I'm about to do to you, sir. Um, you're like my young Padawan when it comes to wrestling. I appreciate you. But, yeah, I'm about to put in work. Um, Daddy's about to go to work here. Um, any any last sure words? Your, just make sure you have your notepad out. <laughs> Taking good notes on what I'm about to lay out here. And... Folks, when we make our pick, we're kind of going to explain why we made the pick, what our plans for this particular pick is now that as we are the GM, we are the booker, things of that nature. Um, now, to decide who's going first, Pat has a uh, pick selection simulator. Now, for those that are tuned into the podcast and LMG Network, they know I haven't had much luck with the pick simulator. Uh, in our other drafts with Jordan Spencer, as I usually always end up last for some reason or another. So we will see if the, I'm always rigged, also rigged in this, but go ahead, Pat. Who's going right, first? Here we go. We're going to click the spin. And. <laughs> what? I'm going first. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I. As a complete legitimacy, I, it's a random spinner. I put both our names there, so it was a 50 50 shot. Um, and I, I went first, it picked me to go first. So, um, with my first pick, I'm gonna get this one out of the way. My heel and potential uh, possible heavyweight champion, uh, MJF. Mm, okay. Um, okay, I like it. So, obviously. MJF, you can have he hits the multiple roles. He can he can be your top heel, he can be your top champion. Uh, good on the on a mic, can go in a ring, just have great quality matches, and that's what you you need to to you know put butts in seats, and that's what we're about here. Okay, okay. Well, you think you're a little limited, as we've seen in AEW here, right? It's not AEW, Willis. It's not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I love this. Is not AEW. I'm right, an MJF is, guy, but his title reign hasn't necessarily been memorable, right? Yeah, like, because yeah. it's an AEW title reign, and they're taking too long with his his Adam Cole storyline. Mm. As you saw, he mm. had a great match against Samoa Joe. And, right. 
the the title reign itself has not been great because they found this Adam Cole thing and they're really just like sucking the life out of that. <laughs> um, when like he had a great thing as the heel champion with the diamond, like trust me, I I know how to use him. He's gonna be used well, and it can, it's not gonna be an AEW title run. I can tell you that. I don't know, man. I, I'm a little sus of your because I, Never. I like Negative. I like this like in between MJF. I like it. Right, he's funny. He gives you he gives you the baby face stuff, but you kind of already you also laugh at it because you know like this is him acting as a baby face. He isn't truly a baby oh, face. The character's so, gonna I mean, stay the same, but like it's not gonna be this. The title reign's not gonna be as bad. I'm already mm. telling you that. Like the character is gonna be similar. Like I'm not changing much of his character. He's no need to. He's like, why reinvent the wheel when it rolls, Willis? If the pick and roll is working, you don't start going to five out. You keep okay. hitting the pick and roll. Come on now. Yeah, it's a little little sus there, but all right, that's fine. Okay, MJF, you're going heel. Just to be clear, you went heel yes. there, right? Yeah, yep. Typical Which case, he's interchangeable too. Interchangeable too. Typical bag going heel first. So so predictable. So predictable. All right, my number one pick. I think I think it's pretty no. Well, no, we're going heavyweight here. We're going with the man who's going to bring people to the to the seats, but we're also going to give you a wrestling show, folks. We're going to give you something to where we're going to give you a champion to where you you don't want to see him win, but you also want to see him beat the hell out of somebody. Uh-oh. That ring, that uh oh. Da ring, da da. That's where I figured you were going. You know, I was going to go with him first, but I can I think I can fill that role with some of my other picks. So nah. You know, I you like know, it though. I figured that that's your guy. I he was he was on your draft board number one the the get go. That's how I could tell when I said MJF and he didn't really react. You're like, all right, I'm still safe. Yeah, that's I not mean, a bad pick though, because he can. I mean, right now he's got the mid card title, so you can, if you need to, put him in the mid card for a little bit. Right. And we can then bring him bring down. Up. We can bring yep. him up. We can do. He heel. can also be a heel. Yeah. Yeah, he can yeah, fit all. He's a, he's a five two yeah. player. You know I got one of those. What... Yeah, I got I got I got a few of those. <laughs> I got a few of those. Oh my god. My guy has match of the year, uh, maybe even back to back years, right? I mean, um, I got a as a heavyweight, guys, I got a couple guys that can do the same thing, and and women, honestly. So, um, I'm not but yeah, Gunther. My plans for Gunther is to make him kind of with the reign he's having now with the Intercontinental title. I want to do that, but in a bigger scale. I want to give him a big time belt, a historic looking belt, a belt that kind of reminds you of. Big Goldie reminds you of the NXT uh, UK title, right? Very like historic, pure. It means something, right? We don't put the it's uh, it's kind of like a Ring of Honor type of thing where like we don't put the heavyweight belt on just gimmicks or big dudes who are swole just to look. We put them on the guy who's gonna beat people up, and that's who Gunther is. And uh, yeah, the heavyweight title is gonna mean a lot in my company. And uh, yeah, we're gonna make it to where you know. Gunther is the top guy. As you've seen lately, his his mic work is amazing. So we're just gonna extend, we're just gonna extend on that, man. We're just gonna make him build the show around Big Fella. And we're gonna ride it out with, with Big Man. So okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh my number two pick um is gonna go. I'm gonna go with the tag team division. This tag team division is uh a big one because uh, you know it's a multi-man thing. Uh, I'm gonna go FTR. 
typical guy. This guy, bro, you got to talk right now. He's so freaking predictable. Okay. <laughs> what do you FTR mean? FTR tag. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my plan is obviously they're going to run the tag team division. Um, they may not always ho- hold the belt, but they're always going to be part of the picture. They're always going to be what the rest of the division wants to be. You know, they're that. Uh, the Dudley Boys, Hardys, and Edge Christian of what the tag teams, a lot of the tag teams want to be now. You know, they're going to, mm. at some point, build, be that, like, when I was watching FTR, that's what made me want to be a wrestler. Like, you know, right. th- that they're going to have that type of legacy. Um, Again, another group that can um put, put the butts in the seats, sell tickets, make money, mm-hmm. and they can both go individual ways so if there's a time where one of them's hurt or out you can push the other one in the mid card and they can still have great matches yeah. so another you know kind of a five tool thing and they're great teachers so you know you always want to have some teachers on the on the roster that makes sense definitely makes sense i mean i see what you're doing here it sounds it seems like you're just making another AEW rampage but it's fine it's oh fine. no uh, this is not no these guys are not never going to be on on rampage, are you kidding me? I'm just saying it. They're the main like event. Collision. The main event. Like a, a random episode. Hey, of collision, collision's not bad. I'll take collision over over rampage and dynamite. Oh, I mean, yeah, I agree. It, it is, it's a wrestling show. I'm not gonna say it's a it's the best wrestling show, but it's a wrestling show. I get it. I get it. I'm not mad at the pig. I mean, I really like FDR. Obviously, um, they're gonna bring it in the ring, um, and they're fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I think I, I'm going in a different direction. I think Uh-oh. it'll pay off um, later. Now, I don't have to go with tag team. Don't have to reach for the tag team. We're in our company. We value women. I just want that oh. to be clear. We value the women's <laughs> division. Okay. So, in our women's division, we will, as our women's champion, we are going to go with Bianca Belair. Mm. Now, mm. Bianca Belair. Willis, you, you, I definitely, I could, I, your picks so far, I, I had them listed. I, like, if I would, if someone would ask me who would Brandon pick in this draft, your top two, I mean, like, you're predictable, basically. Like, you don't have to be Nostradamus on this one. What's I'm predictable. I, you I are am, extremely like, predictable. The scouting report every on you Reddit goes, boards. You pick, are making, hitting. You are hitting every bullet Bro, point on my scouting. I feel like report. I'm going against Chat GBT. They're gonna and... go over your right shoulder, like. <laughs> Bro, I feel like I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm drafting against Chat GBT. You're, you're gonna look to right pass. Now. You're you're a passer down low. You're gonna go over your right shoulder. You got a little, Come you on, know, man. off the glass mid range. Your 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 game is mid range, and you know you're not you know varying from it, which I respect. It's just Bro. I know the scouting report. You don't di- You're not gonna give me anything special. Bro, I'm telling you, it's a solid my- show. You know your women's division may lack a little bit, but hey, lack. No, we're gonna have star power, unlike <laughs> yours. I don't we're know. Actually, we're actually just gonna wait. give our women time. Just wait. They're gonna put on five star matches because no women. I mean, you Beyond, can name any. You can name right, any woman. I will. And they have had, had a five star match. Oh yes, they have. They haven't had better yes. matches than Bianca Belair. They have. They have. Don't worry. I'll name. That's actually and, my third uh, pick, to be honest. Um, and so Bianca Belair, we're gonna put the belt on her. She's going to run the division. She's going to put on bangers, classics with anybody. We're going to give her uh, the smaller ladies to have, you know, those agile matches. Then she's going to give her bigger uh, ladies where she can really show off her power. 
show off, you know, and, you know, fighting through adversity, things of that nature. So, yeah, we're just going to build around Bianca. And I also have some other plans for Bianca as well uh, due to my other picks. But, uh, yeah, so going through Bianca Belair, I mean, that's – come on, man. Like, if I go to Endeavor right now and be like, all right, you got I got Gunther, I got Bianca Belair. They're, they're buying my company. They're not buying your company right now. They what were do like, you FT, mean? FT who? F, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop. You said FTR? What does that stand for? Stop. I'm sorry. I'm not understanding. Yeah, yeah they're not going to have a clue Stop. who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they will. All I got to do is put on some tape, and they're going to be like, okay. I see yeah. it. And like, once I lay ah, out my, when I lay out my plans and my creative, yeah. Yeah, Vince McMahon is not writing this creative. Um, so my third, um, you know, much like your promotion, we do value the women's division. We value a little bit more. Ours is going to be a little bit better of a division. Uh, our champion um, could easily main event a WrestleMania. Uh, had one of the best matches of WrestleMania this past year. Um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick Rhea Ripley. So predictable, bro. Uh, what do you mean predictable? <laughs> what do you mean? Based All on- white card, huh? All right. <laughs> Not All yet. Right. Well, I'll see what you're doing over there. But <laughs> I see what we, you're cooking uh, up over there. Rhea, Rhea Ripley can can have a great match with just about anybody. She can. She has that the power game against the little ones. She can go toe to toe with the ones her size, as you can see with uh, Raquel Rodriguez or a Charlotte Flair, perhaps. You know, just a 15-time women's champion, no big deal. Had to almost stated as the best women's match in a while that anybody has seen. Uh, uh, it was the year of the year. Let's be clear. Uh, last couple it was years. The year before, and then, then the year before that, we know Bianca Bear uh, main evented with Sasha Banks, who had a better match. But uh, Not even close. Look at the yeah. star ratings. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair was higher rated. But, uh, you know, I mean, I mean. just just she can be a baby face. She can be a great heel. Probably better as a heel. But definitely better as a heel. Either way, um, people are going to pay to see mommy. People are going to come see Rhea Ripley. More than Bianca Belair? I don't think so. Absolutely. You're going to have the little you're going to have the little kids that want to come see Bianca Belair, but the demographic, the 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 key demo is going to want to see yeah, Rhea Ripley. Bunch of weirdos. <laughs> hey, bunch of incels. Why not beat you in the key it. demo? <laughs> you they want to see MJF. They want to see FDR. They want to see Rhea Ripley. I'm hitting uh, the bullet points. Come on, yeah, now. you're AEW essentially. I'm not you. AEW. You're the secondary. Uh, promotion, Stop, I'm much better than AEW. I could teach Chat GPT to write a better show than AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, this is a, it's wild over there. Um, okay, I am gonna go with. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go mid card, and I am going to pick. I'm gonna pick somebody different here. I'm gonna go with my Can I boy. Say it before you do, I know exactly you're about to pick for mid card. No, I know you exactly don't. Who it is. Yeah, you don't know. It's it's ZBJ. That's his initials. Uh, that was essentially that was a thought. <laughs> that was a thought. But I want us to be different, right? Okay. I want us to be different. I love that guy. But I want us to be different. And I think this man can hold down the mid-card and 
give us character work. He's not just going to be some some boring guy who doesn't give us great matches, but he also is going to give us character work. And we're going with Orange Cassidy, baby. Orange Jesus. Cassidy. Is Bro, if you're talking down. about my show being AEW, you you're literally, bes- I mean, you're putting Gunther on on Rampage. You're no, well, you're putting him on Dark AEW Dark. What are you talking about? You're putting about? Gunther on a YouTube show. What are you tell talking us. about? Bro? Stop, stop. We have Gunther, gonna, who's tell a us, superstar. Tell us what you're gonna do with with Orange Cassidy. He's gonna oh, have another yeah. orange juice bat match. Is he gonna come out with a truck and spray first orange all, juice all over the ring? First of all, you're, is he gonna you're put like, his hands in his pockets? Are you, gonna your, dress, are you gonna dress up like him, like Tony Khan? Like, I'm I, just I, saying, everything you're talking about is silly. Trash. It's silly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Um. First of all, let's talk about. Let's just talk about wrestling, right? Because we. I know you're gonna throw the, the low hanging fruit. Oh, he's orange cash. He puts his hands in his pocket. Uh, who's held the title? Who's made the most relevant title out there right now in WWE? In the interna- international title, that's by far their most relevant. MJF it's because and Adam, of and Adam Cole. Whatever the, Hell the, no. the tag team Hell no. Yeah. Absolutely not. That's what Absolutely most people not. that's the biggest storyline going for them right now. No, they could not have titles and no, they would still care. The point that, is they didn't they didn't. You make can't the make a title better. relevant that's changed names seven times. What do you that title that? went that went from the international to the intercontinental, the all ocean, the uh Asian Pacific American Islander title. <laughs> First <laughs> the of Red all, Sea all right. Championship. Relax. All uh, right, let me so Orange Cassidy. Made that title relevant, even no, to the can't. relevant enough to the point to where John Moxley had to beat him to win the title. If if he didn't make that relevant, they would have had any Joe Smo beat him. But what did they do? They had him going a historic reign to then lose to John Moxley, arguably their most their best guy in their company. I don't but believe who that. Is they, Joe they Smo? Believe that. Who is a Joe now, Smo? Orange Cassidy also will give us character work, right? He's going to make the people laugh. He's going to give them all this entertainment. We're not going to be like Pat Show. We're not going to be AEW Dark. We're not going to be AEW Rampage where the people, you can't even laugh, right? We want to entertain people and give you a rest of the show. We got Gunther. We got Gunther. We know he's going to give us a five-star match at the end of the night. But we also want to have a good time and also watch good wrestling. And that's why Orange Cassidy is going to give us that. Uh, he's going to give us amazing ring work. I mean, the guy is top tier in the ring. You can hate on all you want. Him and Will, go watch him and Will Ospreay, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, he can't wrestle." Come on, bro. If you watched a Will Ospreay match and you've seen him with some duds, yeah, he carries the match. But he's it's obviously he's going to get some duds, and they aren't giving him anything back. That isn't the case with Will Ospreay. I mean, that isn't the case with Orange Cassidy. If you think it is, you need to get your eyes checked immediately. But yo, Orange Cassidy, is, my second, it was is the case. I'm just saying, like, my boy, bro, when that music hit, crowd gonna go wild. And they're actually gonna have, we're actually gonna have fans in the building. Whereas in AEW, there's like 25 people, 2,500 people there. We're actually gonna have fans there that can go crazy for them. The kids gonna have a hand in the pocket, the shades, the denim. Not for long. Not for long. They're gonna eventually get sick of that. They're gonna eventually get sick of it. Yes, they will. No, they won't. Only thing they're gonna get sick of it is weirdos who think you're lucky you have Gunther. Gunther is gonna draw you your money. I mean, Orange Cassidy is gonna lose you your money. Not at all. Not at all. Why? Okay. What is his weakness? Name it, please. His that he's awful. He's got. There's no nothing about him. Like okay, I'll give it. He's okay in the ring. He okay? can wrestle a little bit. He's okay. He can wrestle Have a little bit. But nothing. Before? Nothing that Orange Cassidy has been on is like. Oh, I want to buy this for Orange Cassidy. No, I want to buy it for anything else on that match. But him, I don't. 
want I, my money is not going to see him. I will pay money to see Tris Stratus at a fan con. Okay, when I you pay when you watch, watch Zack Saber Junior versus him versus uh, who was the two other Daniel Garcia and my other guy from Ring of Honor. Okay, people tuned into that match for Orange Cassidy. Yeah, they wanted no. to see the other guys. They were top tier. No, they but did the not. The money name. The money name was, was Zack Saber Junior. No, it wasn't. I love yes. Zack Saber Junior. But he's not the money name. He's not. He he wrestles on Ring of Honor. Like he's not the money name. I love now he I will guarantee be guarantee you it wasn't Orange Cassidy. I hundred percent promise you it's not. Bro, okay. I want you to we're gonna, we're gonna that agree match. to disagree. See, because you have revisionist history. I don't. I, I can don't. actually take in the moment and remember. I don't have revisionist history. I just if you don't go back think... and watch that match and watch the intros, who gets the loudest pop? It's an AEW book show, so they're no, gonna no, 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 they're gonna pipe the in pop? they're gonna pipe in Orange Cassidy. I didn't even no, watch it. I don't have to watch pop, it. I know we're using the pipe in noise. They're gonna pipe in the noise. Come oh, on now, this guy. Now we're doing the pipe in noise stuff. Stop, dog. Stop. He's he's the good. owner's favorite toy. He's the owner's. When you dress up as one of your wrestlers for Halloween, I can't take you serious, bro. You... It's a normal thing. The no, it's popular. not. What you think Vince about? McMahon dressed up as one of his guys for Halloween? Vince McMahon is a weirdo. So, like, what do you want me to make an <laughs> argument for a weirdo for? Like, I don't then Tony Khan is weirder. If Tony Khan but, is dressed like why is that an indictment his... on Horse Cassidy? Why does that because a... that's why he's had so much success? If Tony Khan did so not, so you're telling me you, hold Tony on. Khan wishes me. he was Orange Cassidy. You're telling Tony me Khan a guy, a guy whose gimmick is I'm doing everything with half ever. I put my hands in my pockets. I wear shades. I wear denim. I don't even. I rarely wear wrestling gear. The only reason why I'm over is because the guy likes me. Yes, that's silly. Because he's Bro, getting the fans time. would boo him out of the building if they didn't like him. What are you talking about? The ban- the fans would have booed him out. Th- but they don't have any ago. reaction. There's no. There's no. There's no reaction. He Do wouldn't have had listen? a title reign without Tony Khan. Bro, your boy. Tony Khan booked uh, him. What's for the that. dude's name? Uh, uh, that flips around all the time. X uh, Pac. Whatever the hell is his name? Pac. You're oh, Pac Neville? Now, right? No, no, I'm not. But uh, he definitely fits your demo. But <laughs> no, Pac, I'm not a Pac guy at all. Pac, he's a good wrestler. Title. He's not bad. He's not. Oh, he's not. He's a good wrestler. Well, his title <laughs> reign was ass. His, his title name, no one. Because the him. owner didn't like him. The owner hasn't used him. Bro, he wrestled all over the country, all over the world. What are you talking about? But not for Tony. Not in that company. Co- Tony Khan did not like him. He had to give it to somebody who was established no, already he, to start no, that title. That's not how history works. We get, we have, can, we finish, can we finish this? No, can I want to – my last point here, because I want to talk about history here. You're talking about falsehoods. He was I'm given not. the title. The belt was literally created for Pac. Like, let's be honest. The belt was created to give Pac something to do because he was floundering everywhere else. Okay, the crowd loved him. Cool. Well, before that, he gets the title belt, travels to all kinds of different promotions. It's trash. He's boring. I mean, he's because boring it's to not watch. Booked right, but it's then, hard to be a champion from one promotion uh, and go excuse, on and go That sounds like excuses to it's me. It's not excuses. It's legit, legitimate. But as soon as they gave that thing to my boy Orange Cassidy, what it do? It's AEW World Heavyweight Title, International Title. But the matches were poor. If you look at his poor? Orange, yes, Orange Cassidy's matches. Every time he was on first, they lost. They lost viewers. They Bro. lost viewers after the Big Bang Theory. People watch Big Bang Theory would watch a little bit of AEW, and then the viewers would drop as soon as Orange Cassidy. That happens to anybody. Happen, that happens the, to anybody. That drop. And no. that is honestly that is a that's Tony Khan's fault of anything. You're supposed to have right something. for putting him 
in that position. No, you're supposed to because have something storyline first. No, you don't have a wrestling match. For, you don't have that great of wrestling but first. That's the thing. If it was know. that great, why would people tune out? Because some people aren't no don't know good wrestling when it, obviously like yourself don't know good wrestling. <laughs> what do you mean? I obviously know great wrestling, and it's, that's ahead. not make it. Your, make your next it. pick, man. Where you are my boy Orange Cassidy mid card. Yeah, we four. Um, uh, my fourth one's gonna be the world's heavyweight champion. Somebody who started a company. Somebody who knows how to work the crowd. Somebody who knows how to be a champion because it's in his DNA to be pro wrestling. And let me just tell you, Willis, there's more than one royal family of wrestling. Cody Rhodes is going to be my world champion. And he's going to put numbers and numbers and put butts in seats and sell out arenas from the East Coast to the West Coast. I don't understand know. It? I don't know. You understand that? I don't know if he is. From the East this is a to the West. AEW. People bought WrestleMania card. because of Cody Rhodes. Stop it. You stop because right of Cody now. Rhodes. You used to see this because is of Cody Rhodes. You're ruining your argument. Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns. Yeah, Roman Reigns, the biggest. The Cody reason. Rhodes. No. People tuned in to see Cody Rhodes win the championship from Roman Reigns. WWE squandered that, and now they're fumbling. But that's no. why people tuned in to see him finish the story. And that's no. he's he's going to finish the story in my company, and he's going to lead my company to the promised land. And your company is going to win the WCW, title in your company. The nineties. He's going to be irrelevant in two months. No, he's not. Uh, because people are going to be rooting for you. Have a MJF. No. People are going to want to win the title. Okay, then you give it to him for a little bit, and then you give it to Cody. Stop. Nah, bro. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, your you your crowd. If, your crowd is too. If you book it right, already. here's the thing, though. They never go near each other. You know, you can't put them near each other. They never go near you, each you other. You can't have two people who are amazing on the mic never touch, never speak to. Yeah, each you other? can. No. Has Gunter spoke to Roman Reigns? They they have no reason to speak. Has to Gunter each other. spoke to? Neither will MJF and Cody Rhodes. Bro, they. What do you mean they have history? <laughs> and have clear history. And uh, MJF references him all the time. Even when he went to WWE, Cody went to WWE, MJF references him. So you have to address it. I mean, you, you're booking it, yourself like, into a corner, sir. I'm not. You're booking I'm yourself not. into a you're, corner. You, you can keep it apart. You can let him reference, but you can keep them apart to where the right. crowd, or if you put them together, you, if you do it right, the crowd's not going to turn. Mm, it just sounds that. like your Cody didn't have that much, doesn't have a villain to really. Go up against. Um, oh, he can. Especially he does. keeping him away from MJF. I mean, he does. Uh, I don't know, man. I like Cody, but Cody and AEW, which is heavily leaning, what your product is going to be? Not. <laughs> it's absolutely around. not. What do you, your your product of anything is going to be AEW slash WCW? Bro, I have stars. I have what do you? Gunther I do too, bro. Stop. Don't even throw Bianca. Stop. Get out of get out of here. All right. What's your next pick? I'm not gonna your argument's irrelevant. You're irrelevant. <laughs> what are you talking? Bianca I'm on the island the of relevancy. The... I'm on the island of relevancy. You're on the island of irrelevancy. So Bro, hold on, hold on, hold on. Make your pick. So we're saying Bianca isn't one of the biggest superstars in the world. Is that what you're saying? I mean, not if you in my that, opinion, she's not. You sound crazy. <laughs> she the woman the woman so main event. How she's been how she's been booked. She she is, but in this my opinion, she shouldn't goes. be. 
How so simple she is. In my opinion, she shouldn't be. That's, that's how. It's easily how, it's how you how you're booked. It, she's no, been booked not. to be that person. No, to me, not. we see with Austin Theory, her he's matches been booked aren't that good. like a superstar, but he isn't. Why he really hasn't? Proud. He hasn't been booked like a superstar. Yes, he has. What do you mean? He's he, he basically made to be look like a fool in that whole John Cena thing. Why? If they were to book why, that though? right, because was how he was booked. Because of how he was booked, you can't. You've even no. said it yourself. You can't put a guy like that. On a mic in front of Cena with a mic. I agree. Cena is going it was to way before that. Eat he got his lunch. Like a WrestleMania. I mean, Vince McMahon booked him like a next star. The crowd didn't like him, so he floundered. Now, if you're saying that's the same thing that's happening with Bianca Belair, if you're saying Bianca Belair was booked to the moon and the crowd just automated, like automatically loved her. Yeah, you're right. They they loved her for a reason, right? Like if if people don't like you, just like we saw Roman Reigns back in the day, if they don't like you, you can book the person to the moon. But if they don't like you, they don't like you, right? I'm so sure. I don't understand <laughs> here. I'm just saying, my two picks are uh, bigger stars than anyone in your roster. Oh, stop, stop. I'm just Bianca saying, Belair is not bigger than FTR. Are you, bro? Not bigger than FTR. You no. gotta be wild. No. Bro, if you if uh, okay, no. one day we're gonna walk down the street and ask 50 people, and uh, I guarantee only about 15 to 10 of them are gonna know who FTR is. I guarantee you that. You do I guarantee you that. Probably the same or even less are gonna know who Bianca Belair is. Wilding. You're really wilding right now. Hey, Stop. hey, but that tells me what kind of show you could have. <laughs> you, I'm gonna have a great show. A superstar when you have one. I'm gonna That's have a fun. great show. I've got multiple That's... superstars. That's totally fine. Show. That's totally fine. Show. Um, I'm gonna go tag team division next, and I'm gonna go with. Hmm. I'm actually gonna go with. So I have two thoughts here, and you picked your tag team division, so I don't really you you don't you're not gonna affect this. I'm thinking Cree Brothers or Street Profits. Now, Cree Brothers. They're going to give me what I need as far as wrestling is concerned, right? And give me some singles potential. But so the Street Profits. And I think the team gives me the versatility to team her up with Bianca if we want to create a new little faction, right? And it gives me another super, super, superstar, if we want to, with Ford. So, man, I'm going to have to go Street Profits as my tag team. Uh, Dynamite Group has had five-star classics. Uh, we're going to go Street Profits more towards NXT time when they was having bangers, bangers, bangers after bangers. Yeah, but the then, early main roster, they had a, a yeah, that's as well. That's who. But we're going to do that. But then we're also going to team her up with – we're going to have a faction. Street Profits and Bianca Belair are going to be together. And uh, if we want to turn them heel, that gives us the ability to turn them heel too. Because that's the thing. Well, we don't understand. See, Bianca's reached the mountaintop as a babyface. Bianca's actual potential, like highest potential, was as a heel, and we haven't even tapped that. We haven't even tapped that yet. I don't. We haven't even tapped it yet. I think she's going to be a Bailey type heel. Absolutely not. No, not not long term. She's whereas Rhea, your your girl Rhea. I love Rhea. I'm a big. I'm one of the biggest Rhea fans out there. But we've seen Rhea has a a cap as far as being a babyface. Right, we've seen that. Mm. But her as a heel, hey man, mountaintop, good, good for you. But Bianca's already surpassed that, and she was doing her weakest gimmick, 
Well, let's put her as our strongest gimmick. Stop. No, oh the baby gosh. face is her strongest. The baby oh face is her strongest. Yes. She won't be a good heel. She's too. It's not gonna be fair. She's, she's not gonna be a good heel. It's not. What do you mean? Have she's you watched her next team when heel. she was in a heel? She wasn't a heel. She was mainly she baby was a face heel. though. No, she, she was, was never a baby, baby face. face in NXT. If anything, she was a tweener, but she was more baby face than heel. She was never. Her whole gimmick is I'm the EST. Yes, she was not. No, she wasn't. Rhea was the big hot baby face in NXT. And uh yeah, Bianca was the, the person going up against her. There was a it was a three it was it was that's when Charlotte was there. It was Charlotte, Bianca, and and Rhea. Yeah, people were Bianca and was Bianca I mean, was a tweener, was in the middle. Charlotte was the heel, Rhea was the yeah, baby. During that storyline, and Bianca a was a tweener the whole time. She's always no, done the wasn't. her whole her gimmick from NXT to now has been the EST of whatever she's at. Right, That's how, but that doesn't mean that, she has to be a baby face. That, she was a heel. She was a tweener. She was more more baby hey. face. She was getting more crowd cheer reactions, and she wasn't doing a lot of heel stuff. Like she wasn't doing the normal heel hey, attacking. Man. Like you're proving my point. People ugly idiots. Like she's not. You're proving my point. She's not versatile. She hasn't been a heel. She has That's, not been a heel. She, she's been a heel. I, I don't know not, what she watched next. Season. She has not done heel tactics. Heel tactics is, you know, attacking people. During the match, when you're not in the match, she did that. Calling, she literally her debut. But as a baby face, beat up two women wrestling. As a baby face, as a baby face, yes. So you telling me a baby face runs yes. in the ring, beats up two yes. random women, grabs a mic. If they're heels, yeah. If those two wrestlers are heels, yeah. They weren't Bianca heels. Was they were just two random women fighting each other. Heel heels will take shots at the crowd. She's not once take shots at the crowd when she her wrestling. She's not never wrestled as a heel. She's always wrestled in a babyface style. That's what I'm saying. She's right. never been a heel. I don't think she can be a heel. She can easily be a heel. It's not even like it's it's we'll more see. in her DNA to be that we'll than it is to be a babyface. You could we'll tell see. she was holding we'll, back. You could tell. We'll see when we turn in tune into your show on TNT, you know, on, on Wednesday nights. Stop it. We're gonna be on ESPN. Um, We're gonna be right at right before Sports Center, baby. Um, I, I mean that's not that's not that's not a bad plan there. I like that. Um, my my last pick, my mid card. This one's tough. I two uh, that kind of went between. Um, I was I was very much leaning towards Zack Saber Junior., but I think I'm gonna go Finn Balor because oh. of the versatility, and he gives Cody an opponent. And or he can give MJF an opponent, and or, um, you know, eventually maybe tag team with MJF against FTR. You know, they have that, that there too, um, and he's a draw, in the right situation is a draw. Uh, he's kind of slowly starting to get up there with the Judgment Day, um, but Finn Balor is always a, a fan favorite, and he can play both. He can go heel. He can go babyface. You get him with the face paint as a demon, even as a heel demon. He's uh, that's the guy right there. That's the guy. Okay, I'll let you cook. Uh, that <laughs> yeah, Finn ain't that guy, man. Sorry, that, What do you mean? He's done it around the world. Finn is a all his mid card title reigns have been garbage. No, sir. All his title reigns, let's be honest, no, sir. have been garbage. His NXT, his first, second, all his NXT title reigns have been great. Um, 
when he was what was he the U.S. title? Yeah, he had the U.S. championship for a little bit. That was just in a, they weren't booking the mid card titles well at that point, but he was still having good matches with people. Um, he was an intercontinental champion. That intercontinental the ladder match that he trust me his his nah bro nah bro you just you not like show. that I'm I will I am wow I am. that I seals am. it I think that sealed it for me to be honest with you because uh as my fifth pick as my heel as my 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 rowdy piper my Ric Flair you know what I'm saying uh. You know, my big time heel to hold the company under and to give Gunther an opponent or separate him. Let Gunther go against other people. Seth Rollins versus Orange Cassidy be great, right? Like Seth Rollins against anybody as a heel, especially like that heel version when it was against him against Cody, him against like him against these other people where he was like him against Riddle, like antagonizing people. Uh, dressing, trying to piss them off type of stuff. Seth Rollins is my heel. He's going to carry it. My man is, when he's heel, when he's top heel, he's one of the best heels that we've ever seen. So what happens and when he gets squished by Gunther? When you absolutely He's not going to get squished by Gunther. You can't, you're going you're gonna to have Seth Rollins have a competitive match with Gunther after you build him up, have a huge title reign. What Seth do you Rollins mean? You, bro, the Seth Rollins disrespect is Stop. wild right now. Stop. Seth, I mean, Seth, Seth is that guy, but you can't Bro, build Gunther up as a monster. Chad Gable, we just had Chad Gable give Gunther a competition. You're telling me Seth Rollins can't? Not if you are build it. Like, stop. No. What are you talking about? If I because build you're going to kill. Because what's Gable doing now? Gable's got nothing. Okay. But Seth, Seth Rollins is going to be the same is... thing. You're going to get the same effect. You no, can't, not. You can't throw guys like that out of big. Um, at a at a big long reign, at a dude that's just been booked like a monster, and except him kind of on top. Look at everybody, Kofi after Brock Lesnar. Does he still wrestle? Bro. That was like years ago, bro. The disrespect like, right now for they, Seth Rollins is beyond me. It's right no now. disrespect. I'm just saying you can't throw guys at you long just said, big title reigns like that and expect them to come out good on the other side. Nobody. That's does. like saying that's anytime. Like saying, when Seth was fed to Brock Lesnar and actually beat Brock for the title, there was no meaning to it. The only time it meant something when he won the world title from Brock was when he did the uh, heist of the century. There you a- anything, go. Anything that play, that's, but that's how you have to do it. That's exactly how to do it to keep both good. And if you don't, other than that, you don't have anything. You're telling me every time that's Seth is going to – every time Seth wins a championship for you, he's going to do it by cashing in or going – No, doing that. but he's a heel. You're gonna, so... That's only one idea. But that's the I'm same. saying he's, he's a heel. Right, if I'm a but heel, even a heel babyface, he doesn't come out clean after going against a monster like Gunther like that. What are you talking? If I cheat, what are you talking about? He's a heel, so he's gonna cheat. He's gonna. But find then he doesn't win cheat. the title. What do you have to take the title off of Gunther? Then what? You could easily take if if Seth Rollins as a heel cheats to beat Gunther. Gunther doesn't look bad at the end of the but day. But then all you have is Seth Rollins can only beat him by cheating. You got even okay. as a heel, he's even a as heel. a heel, you got to build him up. You got to build him up. I mean, he's going to go mid-card first. He's not going to go straight at Gunther. We're going to give Gunther time to build. We're going to have Gunther. We're going to have But heel. then Seth is just building the main card, and you're killing your main card. Because then... I'm killing my main it's, card. It's Because if Seth's not beating Gunther, and that's who you're building from the main card, and Seth is just killing these kids in the main card, in the mid-card, 
then nobody no. can you don't have anybody that can overstep that to get to Gunther. No, that's not true. Actually, yeah. you saw it this past year when you had Seth outside of the title picture going up against Cody, going up against Riddle, going up to other people. Did but, he murder them? Did he make them look worse? No, he actually made them look all better. But it didn't and do he help. Still was able it, to it, no, it didn't help him any. He what got do you mean the it title. Didn't help him? He got the title because there's nobody else that made sense to put it on. It doesn't make sense to put it on Cody right now because you want him to actually win yeah. it in a match against H. All I hear. His excuses. The fact no, is, no he excuse. got he did everything you said he didn't do, and then he got the title belt, which is what we're gonna no, do. No, in a tournament, he got off a tournament that against okay. guys. I love a good tournament. Like, we love a good tournament over here in WWE, baby. It's, but it's not. Promotion. It's not. It's, it's just my not point is how you're whole, envisioning it is not gonna work. I'm just saying it is. It it's is not, now. He's not how gonna, gonna envision for you. I mean, MJF is going to destroy a Finn Balor in your scenario. MJF is going to be Cody. You don't know how um, I'm going to book MJF like that. Like Finn Balor, you can book Finn Balor to be a monster. You don't know who I'm going to. You don't. You don't know what free agents I'm going to sign. You don't know who I've got in my back pocket. There might be a certain big dog coming through. A my certain point tribal is, chief, a certain head of the table. You know, bro, he, he's a, he he's doesn't a free even make agent. sense in your promotion. He doesn't he, even make sense can. in your promotion. As, if you're creative enough, anybody makes sense. You know, a certain phenomenal one, a certain uh, um, the most electrifying man in all of entertainment can maybe run through a couple times. Man, you know, sound like AEW bringing back a bunch of AEW. No, no, no. I'm not. They're not going to be nothing full time. No, I didn't say anything about full time. I'm just saying that they could, you know, pop in, bro. Give me a good SummerSlam match. Give me a good WrestleMania match. Like, you no if one you're on your roster enough. Hmm? No one on your roster is a better wrestler than Gunther or Seth Rollins, for that matter. Stop. I have the two best. Stop. I have the two best wrestlers stop. in stop. the entire draft. Stop! 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 Cody Rhodes and Finn Balor can go toe to toe with both those guys. Stop! Absolutely not. Stop! What the are we slander. talking about? Stop when was the, the last classic Seth, uh, Finn Balor match? Talk to me. The last classic one, him and Seth Rollins. Oh. That was not a classic. Are it you was serious? A classic. It was a classic. It's a great match. Right, now we're now we're just saying Finn that just to get you some on the board. Okay. What was the last one before that? Because we know that wasn't a classic. When was the last one before that? Um, it was in NXT? like right huh? after he left NXT. No, it was like right oh. after it, uh him and Bright Bray Wyatt was good when he first came back on the main roster. Wow. Oh, that was right okay. before he went to NXT. I think. No, wow. it was right when he came back. Yeah, it was like the end of the hmm. stuff. Because um, if Seth Rollins versus Finn is a is a classic. I mean, Seth versus Cody, Seth versus uh, Edge. Seth, I mean, I, Seth versus Riddle. You just said the pit match was great. Uh, yeah. You know, Seth versus. I'm Roman. not saying he's not going to have good matches. Seth is going to have great matches, but you, he's just how you're going to feed him, he's not. Oh, by the way, the match or of the equal, year actually. What is the what is the the match of the year this year is probably going to be Gunther versus Drew versus Sheamus again. What was the match last year? Gunther versus I'm, Sheamus. The match of the year, Gunther versus Drew versus Stop. It is. Stop. It was a hard hitting. It was a good match. It's not match of the year. It's not by any year. means. No, it's not. What is your you match of the year? Take your bias out of it. No, I'm serious. That to me, I don't. That's I, don't, I, don't I don't. That's your bias because you like Gunther and no, I, you, you I, like I think big man slap and meat. That's think your thing. You the, love a good big man slap and meat match. Only only match that I think is comparable is maybe Osprey and. Um, Omega, but I—that's not even my type of match. But I think that is comparable for sure. But um, I think, I think Cody, Ro- uh, Cody and Roman could be it. I think um, I don't. I think maybe uh, Sammy and Co- uh, Sammy 
and KO versus the Usos. KO versus the Usos. I think that yeah. could be up there. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think, yeah, man. I got the two best wrestlers out of the whole deal. Um mm, for sure. I got no. the best women's wrestler out of it. Stop. See, this is the your the, the thing is you think they're all the best because it's your opinion. No, I, I legit it's, no, it's your that, opinion. It's no, not, I'm serious. No. No, I'm dead serious. It's your like, opinion. I'm taking you've total come on, objectivity. You've come on this on your own show. I'm calling you out on your own show. I'm the Skip Bayless to your Stephen A. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I'm, I'm your own opinion. You've legitimately. Come I, if we ranked, who's a better wrestler? Like, if we did, all right, heel, heel, Seth Rollins or MJF? I would go with Seth Rollins, just objectively. I would go Seth. Now, MJF is an outstanding wrestler. I give him credit for as good as he is. But I go, tag team. I'll get F- FTR the nod there. Wrestling wise, I'll give FTR the nod there. And my women's and, and ring work. Uh, I don't know about all that. No, in ring work, I'll give FTR. Women's. I'm going Bianca. Bianca's Rhea a better wrestler all day. to me. Rhea Ripley all day. Absolutely. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte we, we Flair's match Rhea at Ripley. WrestleMania. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania should show you how good Rhea Ripley is. I, I that was an amazing match, but like Bianca literally the like best female those. match of the year. Stop. Bianca got like four Stop. of those. What are we talking Stop. about? Stop. Like her versus Io Shirai. Stop. Her I, versus I, uh, Bianca Belair. Her versus Becky Lynch twice. Like, what are bro. we talking about? What are we talking about? Like really? Like Rhea, we, Rhea, hey, Rhea, Rhea, wait Rhea till Charlotte Rhea and Becky. Amazing. Wait till Rhea and Becky. It's gonna top See, Rhea Charlotte. You got to wait to a classic. I already got two of them waiting. I got. <laughs> what do you mean? Like I Rhea got, Charlotte. Uh, Rhea and Oscar was a good one. Um, Stop it. Like, what are we talking? Stop it. Rhea, Rhea and Zelina Vega at um oh. at Backlash was good. <laughs> Bro, stop that. That you was good. That, right that was a good you match. Stop that. It was a good, it was match. A good match. It was fun. It, it was, was a better than a better Let's than Bianca it. Blair match. See, all right, now you're just talking. Now you're just I'm talking. Not, in my you're opinion, ta- I so you're Bianca telling me, Belair cannot. It, so you're telling me, hold she, on. It, hmm. You're telling me Bianca Belair and um. And Becky Lynch, I believe it was a SummerSlam. You're telling me that wasn't a classic. Mm. Like no, you're wild. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was, it was a really good match. Rhea's it was had. a really good. It was a, stop. It was not better than Rhea Charlotte. It oh. was a really good. It was a really good match, but I wouldn't say classic. Not for me. Not for me. But you say Zelina Vega and. and, and all right, man. <laughs> you're wild. Hey, like it told crazy. it told a story. Selena was in her hometown. Bro, on, bro, there's no better story than what are you talking about? Bianca lost her belt in a second, in two seconds, gained it back a whole year later in the same pay-per-view, and they had a class. That's lazy match. booking. I could have booked that. Bro, what are you talking about? They could have booked it. You're talking, bro. Charlotte and Rhea was a two-week build. What are you and talking it was about? Easily. Much more people tuned in more to watch that than they did. Bro, you're sounding crazy right Bianca now. You really sound stupid. You sound the best stupid. part of Bianca and Becky was Bailey, EO, and Dakota Kai coming in. No, that's that was not the best true. part. And, and Becky turning face again. Yeah, the face turn. Yeah, because she handed it off to a, a well earned champ. She knew she was oh. handing it off to her predecessor. Becky, if anything, if Becky you carried Becky, that match. Who's your, anything, who's your true? Who's your rival of today? She would Charlotte say Flair. Bianca Belair. Charlotte she Flair. said Bianca Belair. Charlotte Flair and or Bailey. No, they haven't fought in like through five years. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's, that's still her Bro. biggest rivals. No, it's She's not. always compared. The four horsewomen. The four horsewomen. 
You're living in 2019. Get out of it's, my face. Her and Bianca it. Belair have won against each Stop. other, and they are little rivals. Like, what are we talking no. about? Stop. The whole big time Becky was based off of going against uh, Bianca Belair. Like, what are we talking about? Stop. Uh, lastly, yeah, your heavyweight Gunther versus Cody. I mean, come on, come on. What are we doing here? Like, Gunther's better. I like Cody. Stop. I love Cody. Stop. Cody's way You're better totally- on the mic. Cody's a better promo. Cody's a better. As, as somebody who you want to go on the Today Show and do interviews, it's Cody. Cody is the image. Like I can, I when I look at Cody Rhodes, that's the company carrier. That's the guy who's the face of the company. His name's on the on the production or his face is on the production truck, on the marquee. You hear the name Cody Rhodes, people are gonna want to buy tickets. Oh, Cody's gonna be on the show. Let's buy tickets. Let's watch this. The pop at Royal Rumble when he came out thirty, the Alamo Dome had to re. Uh, had to have um renovations because the roof was off. Oh my god! That's how big the pop <laughs> was. So Gunther, <laughs> Gunther had a good pop too, but Cody's just was ten times more. People yeah. are gonna go are gonna follow Cody more than they will Gunther. Not saying that Gunther's not a great pick. That was a fantastic pick, fantastic pick. But Cody, oh. Cody's more of the of the of the modern day old school champion. He can carry the belt from territory to territory. Legitimize. When's the last Cody uh, uh, classic match? Seth? Cody Brock. Cody Brock. That's not a, that's not a classic. It was good. It's not a classic. Cody Brock. That was the only lot, like, real last Oh, by the way, that. that was before Dud. <laughs> they had before. So, if two The first duds two. Are, I mean, good. it's Brock, though. Like, you got to have, like. There's only so much you hey, can man. do to, to keep if you it a, If you a real one, if we hold you up against real stars, you you put on a great match. Daniel Bryan did it. Seth Rollins did it. And Cody did it twice. They had one bad match in that in that three. They pack. had one good match out of three. Stop. They had two good matches. Two? The first and third were the best ones. The middle yeah. one was sucked. Bro, they Stop. both were trash. No. The first two were trash. Daddy, suck. And then like Cody. You're just a Cody... And anti Cody. I'm not, anti- I love Cody. You're the anti American nightmare. That's why that's I'm all. Not. It's okay. It's okay. Cody you're wearing is... a I hate Cody shirt right now. <laughs> I love Cody. Cody reminds me of an old school WCW champion. I'm a WCW guy. That's no, how don't, I don't don't put him in WCW because that was a terrible before no, the NWO. Old school WWE before w- the NWO WCW champion. Before yeah, like in old NWA type Before of level the, Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. and like that's he why he's going to carry the company. Hey, yeah. but Gunther gives that same vibe sometimes, but you just like, Cody's got the suit, he's got the hot wife, he's got the kid, the dog, he's got well, a great interview, don't sleep on Gunther's, sell the product. Don't sleep on Gunther's mic work, and we're selling a monster. Sometimes that sells better than just a guy walking out there talking. If I can go I see know, an man. attraction, I, I can I can sell Cody more than I can sell Gunther to a wider I can sell range. My company more wider than range. I can sell yours. Stop. <laughs> that's the point. Stop. Uh, it's that's you. The point. If you believe in something enough, you can sell it as best as, as much as you need to. Hey, that sounds great. But I actually have the talent to do so. I do so too. Now, Pat, name your name your five picks. This is a recap. My five picks. Um, MJF, FTR, Rhea Ripley, Cody Rhodes, Finn Balor. All white group, huh? All right, don't be damn keep keep doing your thing, man. If that's your prerogative, that's your prerogative. Finn Balor uh, and Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley are foreign. 
You know, MJF wow. is from Canada. That's that's <laughs> your university, huh? All FTR right. is uh, you know, they're something. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> university, huh? Okay. Um There's here, some Samoans coming. Over here, we can you know, we can go to Africa, we can go to Australia, we can go to India, we can go I can go to Australia. Your squad, I, can go to Australia. I can go to Australia. I can go to uh, Ireland. We can I go can to Memphis. Go... We can go to. I can go to Saudi. Give me that Saudi money. <laughs> nah, bro. That's all I need um, to keep my company afloat. Nah, bro. So our my my pick heavyweight pick was uh, Gunther. My women's category pick was Bianca Belair. My mid card um, pick was Orange Cassidy. My tag team pick was Street Profits, and my heel pick Seth Rollins. I mean, just marquee names. We got star Stop. power. We Stop. got wrestling. We got promos. four out of five. Orange, we got orange, everything. Cassie, orange. Stop. You got four out of five. Don't, 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 about, don't put bro? the bias in this, bro. You got mid four card, out of five. The mid card. Orange, is there's about, no nobody on my roster that Orange Cassidy can stand up to. You. Nobody. That's, that's lies. Nobody. That's nobody. MJF has blown him out of the water with a promo. Cody Rhodes is going to eat him for lunch in a promo. Finn Balor yeah. will eat him for lunch in a ring. Rhea Ripley will uh, riptide him through the ring. <laughs> FTR will give him the shouter machine, and the kid won't even look the same after. He can not stand up to anybody on my roster. Bro. But I'm just saying. It's silly. It's stop. silly. It's facts. It's facts. It's silly. All facts, no mm. printer. <laughs> silly bro the 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 disrespect of it's funny because like in 2000 like 21 i would have been like hey i can't really defend it but now like i can i don't even have to defend it because he's had banger after banger after banger oh. after banger so it's no, like not. I, and he's become literally where he just does wrestling he didn't even do like all the extra gimmicks he used to do so it's like now it's kind of like okay, did you watch anything he's done recently, or are you just I, saying I it? can't? I tried and I can't. I legitimately uh, cannot stand him. Yeah, yeah. I you didn't watch Zack Saber Junior. Uh, match at Forbidden Door. You didn't watch the one against Will Ospreay. Okay. You didn't watch the one against uh, again, John Moxley. That's two guys that are phenomenal wrestlers that can carry. I don't know how that John Moxley went out. Maybe because Moxley bled for the twelfth time on that show, um, that night, but. I don't. I mean, Bruh. I mean, just, the dude is not put him down. Defended his title every week, so you can't even say he's just not a wrestler. Like, come on, man. like he checks all the boxes. I really don't know what you want. I really he don't. He doesn't at all. But I really don't. I know, know what what's you our want. next thing? Is that it? Are we wrapping um, this one? Yeah, that is it. Now we will have our top five uh, championship belt designs. Um, I'll go first here. Um, my number five is the New Japan. Strong championship, or they call or the TV championship, the one Zack Saber Jr. has. Mm-hmm. I really like that title. Uh, it's kind of a like a rectangle, uh, kind of a different shape. Like it's very like you know dramatic looking. It's definitely different, yeah. but it looks uh, prestigious. It looks really good. I, obviously, Zack Saber Jr. makes it looks even better, but it just looks like something you want. I always like. I, I don't know. Like again, I'm a WCW guy, so I love a TV title. I love a good TV title. Now. You don't want to have 35 TV champions, but um, you want one. And if you're going to have one, it's a really cool, you know, mid-card title. And uh, I remember, like, when Booker T first got his TV championship, that was huge. You know what I'm saying? So I understand the the gravity of it. And so to have New Japan have a really cool TV champion is really cool. So I really like that belt. Uh, That's a really good one. Yeah, I like that one, too. Um it reminded me a little bit of the NWA 
the 10 pounds of gold, like just like the design, yeah. the rectangle design. Right. Um, right. So it's like very recognizable. And like with it being different than the other, other ones. Yeah. That it like, it stands out. It's like, Oh, like what is he the champion of? Like it makes people want to uh, figure out like what, what what t- type of champion he is? So right, yeah, I like right. that. That's I like that that the way they decided to do that. Um, my number five is uh the speaking of it's uh the old school intercontinental title back from like in the eighties early nineties. Oh, okay, the, not the oval one, but like the one that Cody brought back. The white, the white back. strap. Yeah, the yeah, one yeah, that like yeah. Mister Perfect and uh Honky Tonk like all them held. Right, I really right, like right. that design. It's like simple, but also like it just makes it look prestigious. I don't really like yeah. the new style. The oval one was cool too. Yeah. I don't like the way the new one looks. I don't mind it, but it, it definitely doesn't give a intercontinental. I don't know. Like the darker look just doesn't fit the intercontinental title to me. Like you yeah. said, like it should be like a, a white strap or something like that. Like, yeah, it just the dark just doesn't fit the title to me at all. No, yeah, it's that's it's like it's it's kind of slowly starting to grow on me. The new one is, but for the most part, it's very uh, um, I don't know. Like I just like, oh, okay. Like Walter has it, so or Gunther has it, so you see it a lot. Right. Um, but it's just like, it's just, the design just looks. I remember when they debuted it, I was like, why they do that? And it's right. like the yeah. the oval one had like the Earth or whatever. It had like the continents, like yeah. it, and the background was like blue or whatever. Like it looked dope. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's my that, that's my number five is the the old school IC title. Okay. Okay. Um. My number four is the current NXT North American Championship. Um. That thing is beautiful, man. The strap color is different, more of a burgundy. Um. It just looks like it's again like old school title, right? It looks like a a title you would see in the old, like early nineteen nineties in NWA WCW or you know what I mean? Or in the 80s or something like it is bring that. And it's just so prestigious. Obviously, some of the best wrestlers in the world have, ever, have held it. So that obviously adds to it. But just the design is really cool. Like a North American title. Um, even Dominic Mysterio has it now. And like when you see him carry it compared to Rhea's, I like Rhea's. But and then the tag team titles like you like, oh, OK, the North American title easily looks the best. Um, yeah. So, yeah, North American title for me, number four. That was uh one of my honorable mentions. We talked yeah. about it off air. Like there was so many. The more we kept mm-hmm. looking and thinking about it, there's just so many. That's like, oh, that's um. So that was one of the ones that I put for honorable mention. But uh, my fourth one is the uh, NWA Championship, the ten pounds of gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very easily recognizable. They haven't changed it since like you know 1940 when it was constructed right. or whatever. Um, and just the names that have held that title: Harley Race, Ric Flair. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, uh, yeah. Christian Cage even held it for a little bit when TNA was using it as their title. Our Truth yeah. ha- held it for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett had it a lot. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those that like you win it and you hold it and it like it, you feel people recognize it. And even like if they don't watch wrestling anymore and they see it, like oh, that's a world championship. Right. Like, I just yeah. it's simple. I and I I, just, I love the look. Of it. I always have. Uh, so yeah. that, one, that was my number four. Gotcha. That's a good one. Um, number three, Big Goldie. Um, just 
it's my first introduction to a world title. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I didn't even know wrestling. Like at the time, I was still learning, and I was like, okay, that's the guy. Like just based off the belt, I was like, okay, that's the guy. And that's kind of what you want the belt to say. Like you want to immediately be able to say, all right, that's the dude. That's the no. That's the man in this whole company. And that's what Big Goldie was like. When I saw Ric Flair walk down with it, I was just like, oh my god, the thing is amazing. And so. It just gained even more prestige as it went on. Well, Hulk Hogan had it, and think different people had it, and uh, it just looks beautiful. Like the thing is just, I mean, big gold. It has the name for a reason. Thing just looks gorgeous. Uh, even when it got to WWE, it, it looked great. When The Rock had it, and Booker T and um, Triple H had it for a little bit. Um, just a beautiful t- title belt. And it just it reminds you, like you said, what we've been saying, like old school, you know what I mean? Just when they put like true care in the titles and making them like hand, 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 like piece by piece. Um, so, yeah, number three for me, Big Goldie. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, I actually have the WWE version of it as one of those like the not a legit replica, but like one of the the toy. Oh, okay, ones. yeah. yeah, I yeah, have yeah. That. Uh, yeah. When I was a kid, I got it. Um, yeah. Loved it. I had the spinner one too, but the strap broke off the spinner belt. That was sick. That thing's garbage. What? Okay, we weren't even talking about that. <laughs> uh, my my number three is the uh, the Attitude Era WF title. The uh, oh okay, the oval. The, yeah, no, um, no, it's a circle one. That uh, it's like the big eagle, it... like the one that Austin oh. and then the Rock held that one, and like Triple gotcha. H held like. Early yeah. two thousand, like late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that one, uh, I like that. that one. Was that was the title when I like from my earliest memories of watching, um, was seeing that title. So it was like, like you said, with you and the, and and the big gold. It it was my first world title. It was the one I looked at and I was like, like that's what I want. Like I still want one. If I get it, ever have enough money to buy a legit replica, it'll mm-hmm. probably be that one. Yeah. Um, just for like, and then the people that held that one, The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, Undertaker had it, I think, once or twice. Uh, Kane held it. Um, Chris Jericho, that was the first like big championship that he won. Right. Uh, when he became the undisputed champion. Um, Kurt Angle held that mm-hmm. title as well. So, yeah, a yeah, lot, of, lot of big names, a lot of history with it. Um, yeah, that's my number three. Okay. But number two is the AEW World Heavyweight Belt. Now I will say, I, I really, I really like the design. I think a part of it is a part of the only issue for me is that I guess no one who's held it has made it to me feel like, okay, that's the belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why. I'm not a John Moxley guy, so anytime he holds it, I just I don't really get, have respect for it at all. <laughs> um, MJF's kind of been close, but like. And I guess maybe I just have, like, a bias towards, like, the little guys and AEW likes the little guys. But, um, yeah, no one has held it that I thought, like, oh, okay, like, they are worthy to hold that big thing, you know, that big belt. But I really like the design. Uh, It's very – it feels very New Japan-inspired, very, like, you know, bigger, um, heavier, and just, yeah, just gold, you know what I mean? And I think – and I always love a company that doesn't shy away from, like, Gold is the the big prize, you know what I'm saying? For WWE, be trying to like make toys and stuff out of these belts rather than like you know making it the biggest prize in the company. So yeah, 
I would say for me, number two, AEW world title. Um, I don't mind. I like the design of that one. I just, like you said, whenever you see it, it doesn't feel like a world championship. I don't necessarily mm. know if it's because of who has had it, but more so of just how it looks on somebody. I think you know the saying? only person, yeah, the only person I saw that held it on them, I was like, ooh, okay, was uh, Kenny Omega. Everybody else, yeah. I've kind of just been like, okay, like I don't, it didn't feel legit. Yeah, well, or like it, just didn't, it. it didn't fit their character. You know what I mean? Like, right. whereas like Big Gold, whoever wore it, like it looked yeah. good on them. They made it. Right. Like, they knew how to hold it. Like, like I said, John Moxley, I think he just like slung it over his shoulder. Or, like, yeah, he it. slings it around like yeah. it's a hardcore title, and I'm just like, yeah. okay, I don't have no respect yeah. for that title anymore. It, and like, like MJF is trying to like kind of bring it back to right. you know treating it like a championship right um i don't even remember who held uh, i guess cm punk held it for a little bit yeah um, it looked all right on him right um but yeah that's that's not even on my list i just, i think it's mainly just because like i like the design but i don't it just doesn't feel has that world title feel to me yeah um my number two though was uh big gold um Pretty much the same reasons you mentioned, like just the names have held that one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the significance and just like you saw that and you saw it's world champion. Like it was it, the NWA world championship after they retired the bit to 10 pounds of gold one uh, for a little bit. It went into WCW. There was a couple times they gave it to people kind of like a joke. Right. Like David Arquette held it. And I think uh Vince Russo had it like yeah 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 at that point it's like come on man like that's right you're killing it at that point um but like DDP held it which is really cool yep um and it just looks like a championship and then you know Aaron everybody has that image of Aaron Rodgers holding it up when they went to the Packers on the Super Bowl obviously it's a different iteration of it but just like when people see that they think champion they think world exactly even to this day like if you just think wrestling you think of that title for sure yeah. Yeah, so that's that's my number two because it's just like it's that prestigious. Yeah. Um. I my number one is the IWGP Heavyweight Title. Uh, the bigger one. I don't know. I feel like they changed it recently, where it's like mm-hmm. some winged one, but like the big one, the one that like Kenny Omega had, Okada had. You know AJ what I'm Styles, saying? Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. You um. Know, just, so <laughs> yeah, that guy. Um. That belt to me is one of the more beautiful belts just because it, it reminds me of Big Goldie, but it had like its own look to it. And it's just, it's prestigious. It just looks beautiful. It looks like it's been through some stuff. It looks like, okay, some great champions have wore this, you know what I'm saying, over the years, you know what I'm saying? And that's always been cool to me. Like, I like it's cool to change your designs, but sometimes it's like, man, if you keep a design, it just has a different, it hits different when you know, like, okay, that's the belt such and such war. That's the belt such and such war. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that that belt just really looks the part to me. And New Japan, I feel like, does the best job of, like, title design for the most part. Sometimes they they make them titles, like, freaking, like, they be having titles, like, literally, like, dudes can hold in their hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd be like, uh, that's kind of trash. But, but like for the most part, with their like main roster guys, top tier guys, like they make some of the best belts because they put really a lot of thought into their design. Um, and just the inspiration for Japan, Japanese inspiration is really cool. So 
Uh, the IWGP title has always been a title. I've always been like, ooh, like even when I play WWE uh, 2K, like I always like go download download that title just because like to me that I'll make that the top title in the in the company, and the other ones are like, oh, okay, you can have it, but uh, that one is is the best one to me. Yeah, I like I like that one. That was on my honorable mention list, um, mm-hmm. but it was a tough one to put on there. Just I just like you said the design, um, and the I think it's the BMF title that UFC came out with almost mm-hmm. like a, has a similar feel. Yeah, to that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like so like Japan always hits. There's been a couple that actually look like belt buckles. Like there's a a tag team title that the Dudley Boys held for a little bit, and like a Bully Ray carrying it just looked like or Bubba Ray was like. It's yeah, like a belt buckle. Like it right. was just tiny. Uh, but that one was is one of my favorites um in in wrestling. Uh but my number one, the early nineties, the uh winged eagle WWF title. The mm. like the one that like Bret Hart held, Hulk Hogan held, Ultimate Warrior held, like Shawn Michaels or something. Yeah, Shawn yeah. Um Yokozuna, like the list yep. goes on, like that that belt was one of the I think after they transitioned from the WWF, like once Vince actually bought it, took it over, started running with it. Yeah. That was her belt up until the Attitude Era one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another classic. Like it's just you see that and you and you think world champion. Like um that's one of the first ones I always unlocked. You mentioned the the video games. Like I always try to unlock that one first. Mm-hmm. Um in video games. It's uh I lo- I just and the design was just like you wouldn't think about it, but it's like it's simple. Like it looked good when people wore it. It didn't like overtake anything. It didn't look bulky. It didn't look right. You no, know, it was um, it it fit. It looked good. It meant something. So yeah, it's one of my favorite titles ever. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think the one modern title that kind of I think obviously the U.S. title. I love. I love the design of the U.S. title right now, but. I feel like it takes inspiration from that title just because the big wing eagle mm-hmm. on it and like um a little bulkier than that one but yeah i, I like the wing, wing deals also um it just looked really cool uh, you can't never go wrong throwing an eagle on a title it just always looks yeah. cool but um and i think that but yeah like i feel like back then like they just took more care of it and like thought of a title as like a historic thing rather than like a merch item where I feel like Vince started to be like, oh, I can just flip these things and <laughs> like pancakes yeah. and make money off of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude, beforehand, like when I got, when I was a kid and I got the ones that I have, like it was actually legit, like good, nicely made, like the title yeah. felt cool. Now it's just like a, um, like a Velcro strap. And yeah. it's like, why would you, I'm not buying this for any, I'm like, I'm buying right. it for my kid. Like, right. I'm not spending money on this. Bring back the actual legitimate. Like, yeah. obviously, they're not legit replicas, but they're like close enough. It's got, yeah. You know, it looks very much like it instead of just you can tell it's a toy. Right. No, yeah. it's facts. It's, the, I had that title you, you mentioned earlier, the one that like Stone Cold and the Rock had. Yeah. And, um, and my replica was not, not very good at all. It was just straight plastic and like, the, the the like belt part was ripping apart and stuff. So yeah, he definitely started to see people wanted the belts and then just start flipping them. And he, I think he started seeing like sports team liking them. So he was like, oh okay, let's just start customizing them and putting different colors. Yeah, 
it was just like, okay, we don't need a red heavyweight title or a red, you know yeah. what I'm saying? When they did uh, that, it it killed it for me. It almost uh, whenever remember when we made the one when me, you, and Devin were playing, and we like yeah. basically at that point it fought for all of them. So we we're like, let's make mm-hmm. another one, and we just used that one to like pass around or whatever. Uh, yep. It was like, yeah, we yeah. made a, a ridiculous. I mean, it looked cool, but it's right. like we put like a colored strap on. Like we just knew we were just messing around or whatever. And like he did that in real life. I was like, oh no, right? What is no, he it's... doing? Bro, if it ain't white or like NWA green is like it can work if you do it yeah. right, but for the most part, you should do white or black. Keep it gold if it's a certain title. If it's different ones, cool. Yeah. But but yeah, if it's I, a if it's a mid card with like the red strap, like the North American title with the red strap, yeah, I don't mind it. True. If it if it a good color red that goes with the title, like when the Universal title was red, yeah, it didn't. It it didn't fit it because like right. it, it's a main title. It should have the, a normal colored strap. Yep. Like leave it that. The only time the strap should be different is if it's a mid card title. If it's a main, yeah. your main title, it needs to be the, the design more should be in the actual like the gold part of it than yeah. the strap. No, I agree. I I will say I like the more the, the heavyweight designs now for like the women's and the men's. I do like that. Um. Obviously, it's not perfect, but I do like it. It's more of akin to what we prefer, like more of a historical. Because I'm like, honestly, they need to just hire whoever did the NXT title, NXT UK titles, bro. Whoever oh, did those, those are some bangers. I make the tag titles gorgeous. Yes, the NXT yeah. UK tag championships are gorgeous. They honestly need to just bring those over here, rename them, put a new design on them. As far as like WWE instead of NXT UK. And just use those because those things are amazing. But like every title they had in NXT UK felt like prestigious, felt beautiful. It was just really well done. And so they definitely need to hire whoever that person is because those were amazing. Hundred percent agree. When they uh, did the whole when I did the merger with NXT, they yeah. should have kept the NXT UK titles instead of the uh, regular NXT ones. Oh, yeah, like did it half and half like. Yeah, you know, like because the, the the NXT like the heavyweight championship, the the main ones, the mm. men's champion and the women's champion, like those aren't bad. Like I don't mind those. Yeah, designs, those aren't but the other like the tag team titles should have been tag kept as the UK ones. Yeah, yeah, and then they could have uh-huh. used um the UK. They could have honestly kept the UK title and had it as another as a second mid card for them. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, and then. Then that way you don't have to. You could replace that with the cup. You don't have to do the cup thing. Yeah, you saw uh, Yeah, so they're basically yeah. doing it, but with the cup and like just have that title, right? And it just looks so it good, right? And exactly. instead of NXT, you NXT UK, the European. Yeah, yeah, that's facts. And then you bring back a historical aspect. People yes. will love that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if William Regal presented it to the person who won a tournament for that, that'd yeah. be beautiful. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So. Nah, that'd be dope. So, there's a lot of cool designs out there. It's just they kind of got to figure out how they want to go. I'm hoping Endeavor, you know, it's still touch and go and seeing, like, what do they prioritize? Do they prioritize just entertainment or, like, making yeah. wrestling fans happy? You know what I mean? Where Triple H was more wrestling fans happy. Obviously, Vince was more entertainment. So, we'll see where they land. And hopefully, maybe in the middle, who knows? But hopefully they, like, hey, let's not just make titles just to sell merch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, exactly. 
maybe bring but back yeah. the the spinner U.S. title was the best spinner title, bro. The, 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 the spinner that one ruined. Titles. What do you mean? That bro, the, I, that spinner U.S. title looked, looked the best. The WWE one was all right, but like again, it's when it, somebody else won it, it should have been changed back. Like when somebody, whenever The Rock and Austin had their like their title, their custom titles. Yeah. When somebody won the championship, they wouldn't carry around those. Right. They, you know, brought in a different title. Right. Like, or they brought the original back. You know what I'm saying? So when Cena yeah. lost, they should have brought the original back. Those custom titles are stupid those. too. Like, I, I'm not for custom titles. You like, don't like the 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 Brahma Bull title? No, this is dumb. Like, <laughs> it's because you won the title doesn't mean you get a, your own title. No. The, the ones they're doing, they're, the ones they're doing now, like they did the Undertaker one, and yeah. there's like an Edge one, um, of the I think it's the Intercontinental. I saw that too. Those that are cool. Ugly. What? The Edge one was ugly as hell, bro. The Edge uh, one, I was I like, bro, y'all didn't have to do Edge like that, bro. Blue like that. and the weird blue. Yeah. Uh, because he's from Canada, it's the uh the Maple Leaf colors. I mean, I get it, but it's just like. Come on now. Uh, I mean, it's cool if like you do it just to sell merch. I get it, but no, not ever put yeah. that on television. No, ever. no, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, um, I hope they change the tag titles. Yeah, uh, and that's what I'm hoping to. I'm hoping it, put it back to one belt. Yeah, let it go one belt. If they're gonna carry around two, let somebody challenge for one or the other. Like, yeah, I agree. You know, they definitely need to do that because. Title and I, I mean, I, I like the fact that they want the titles to be relevant, so they put it on like the top factions. But and I like that. That's always kind of been a normal formula. But yeah, I just need I need to be a tag team and I need to be unified, good looking belts. Yeah, or do mm-hmm. like one red and keep one red and keep one blue one if you're gonna go that route. Yeah, something I don't know, but yeah, stop with the the whole color coded. Man, yeah, kind of and then me, like but... w- the helmet, like ha- it has a helmet, oh. like, like yeah. Give me the worst. Yeah, bring the the NXT UK tag team championships to the main roster. Just do I agree. That. Just do that. I agree. Well, Pat, I appreciate you hopping on with me, bro. Um, I apologize for what I had to do to you in that draft. He didn't do nothing, bro. We got but... good, evenly booked shows. That run by very creative individuals that are going to have success with each show, and mine's going to have a little bit more success. But <laughs> you know, it's it, it, they're both going to be mo- uh, must watch. Yeah, you might be right. I think you're right about that. But uh, yeah, Pat, I appreciate you stopping through. Definitely having you back. And uh, yeah, folks, we out. Yeah.